Today is October 19th. Friday, October 19th, that is. I have two exceptionally lovely fellows here with me tonight. I couldn't think of a better way to spend my Friday night with these two douchebags. Matthew Kleinhexel, Travis Nyhoff. What up? What the hell is going on? Great to be here. Is it? <laughs> Great to be here on. No, I'm, I'm happy to be here. On American number nine. Doing this. I have a feeling we're going to talk about music quite a bit today. I think so. It's my inkling. I really don't have anything else of substance to talk about outside of my subjective opinions on music, movies, <laughs> um, whatever else we want to talk sports. about that involves if you culture, talk about sports. sports. What's that? Let's talk about sports. <laughs> talk on the microphone, son. Am I not talking into the microphone? It, no. it just seemed quiet for me. It was reason. kind of a. Yeah, but a then again, bit. the music was kind yeah. of blasting too. Okay. I'll, t- I'll turn you up just a little bit more. Is this too. better? There you go. I think Give me your better. best goal, like. Talk, talk again. Let me see if I. Is this better? Hello. Testing. One, two. Yeah. Give me a three. Three. There we go. <laughs> okay, gents. I think we got things under wrap and we're ready to rock and roll. We actually had a very interesting discussion about music just before this podcast. We were talking about what and what not dubstep is. Yeah, I. My opinion. What did, you, what did you learn? What did you learn in that conversation? Well, what I learned is that you can basically classify dubstep any way you want. Um, just like any other form <laughs> of music, you can, you can call heavy metal country if you wanted to. I learned that dubstep isn't just the music with the whoop 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 bass and the heavy drops, mm-hmm. because that's what I always thought it was, like Skrillex and Dead I, Mouse. If I'm correct, well, <clears throat> and Dead Mouse isn't dubstep at all. Oh, really? He is. House. He is techno. Well, because he's isn't there not some, dubs. Isn't there some yeah. huge Skrillex and Dead Mouse rivalry? Or? Well, I think Dead Mouse talks shit about Skrillex in some interview or whatever, which is funny because Dead Mouse uh, basically birthed Skrillex and like he was on his label oh, and everything really? like that. So it's kind of funny. But the sense that I get is Skrillex is a pretty laid back and cool guy, and Dead Mouse is kind of a dick. But. Dead Mouse is actually pretty cool. He does like these Ustream on Ustream. He'll do like a live feed where he's like makes his music at home on his computer, like all the time. And he's just like reading Twitter, talking, sh- just whatever, just being like he's a regular guy. He's actually he, pretty he funny. He wore a shirt to the Grammys with Skrillex's phone number on it, his personal he, cell phone number. Because I believe that was a joke. Like, well, but it's a joke. But you're putting somebody's a celebrity's True. phone number out there for the public. I True. Mean, I forgot oh. about that one. That was kind of a dick and move. For sure. shirt says, like, you mad or something. Yeah, I'm or... sure it did. I, for, I have to look that one up. That sounds hilarious. I forgot all about that. You think that. he was wearing his, like, his custom, like, mascot head, too? Oh, he always oh, does, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? Or, what does he even like look like? Old... I don't even know what he well, looks it's like. Not like um... right. He looks like an old man. Really? <laughs> he's, like a, he's probably, like, late 20s, but he looks like he's 50. <laughs> but apparently, he, I don't think he does drugs or doesn't drink or anything. I doubt that. Like a, you don't think so? No, dude. I do know they, he's, they he's they a big proponent drugs, against dude. drugs. He, like, his big thing is, didn't that dog put her bark, bark collar on? <laughs> Apparently not. Didn't I just say that that had to happen? <laughs> Unless she just got shocked when she barked, right? Maybe she did. She very well could have. That was a that would have been a big shot because that was a big bark. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we were just talking about the whole dubstep and what people perceive dubstep to be, what it is, what it isn't, and... I mean, it's it's crazy to think that there's, like, 
you know, I was saying, like, I didn't even care about electronic music for more than, you know, two years ago. I was like, it's all boring. You know, house I, and I trance. I still don't care about it. Yeah, I mean, well, and you, but if you, if you get into the, the know and you start experimenting, you might find something you like. Well, that's what that's I, I don't even know I, how I it happened. I haven't tried that. I mean, I haven't branched out and really looked for any good, because it seems to me that the, if you want good music, you have to look past what's the most popular. If you want good rock music, don't go to 97.9 GRD because they don't play good rock music. They just play to, generic, right. overplayed, whatever. Exactly. Whatever's popular. So, And that's true that I haven't really looked for the electronic, you know, the underground or the less popular yeah. stuff. You know. Yeah, it's, it's just a weird thing because... I don't even. I'm trying to remember like how I got like. I think someone told me say, "Hey, check out this band," and it was like a, it was like, shit. I can't remember who it was, but it wasn't straight up electronic by any means. It just had electronic like a portion to the music. It was made like rock music with a little electronic stuff in it. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And they're like, oh, you would like this, and it was like straight up electronic music. I'm like, oh, this is okay. It's a little boring, but then someone mentioned bass nectar to me. Bass Nectar is freaking awesome as hell. Well, you say boring, and that's the thing that I get from electronic music. It just seems like it's... Repetitive. Re- exactly. Like, repetitive. That's what Maybe house they... and trance type stuff is. It's the more like the party, the rave music. The party Once music in a while, like, the boom, beat will boom, change, boom, but you have boom, to sit boom, there and boom, wait. Boom, right? boom, 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 it just boom, doesn't seem like boom, music boom. I'm going to sit in my car and listen to. That's my problem. Yeah, like you know, at a club or... A yeah, or you know, whatever, exactly, yeah. If I'm so, dancing or whatever, you know, I'm getting my drink on, you know, and if I'm feeling festive, sure, why not? You know, you can throw on any music you want. But if I'm just cruising, you know, I'm going to work or whatever, or whatever the place may be, and I just want to listen to music that I can relax to or to enjoy. Maybe and CC Winans, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you know, I just get crazy, you know, and just really put it out Real there. But yeah, you know, the authentic stuff. But I don't know. I. Dubstep is just one of those things that just never clicked with me. I, I've listened to quite a bit of it because it is popular right Even now. Even now that he's played for you real dubstep, you still don't really. No, it doesn't get into work that. for me. See, I, that I actually like. That Nero, that that Nero is what I played I was for me. Playing was was pretty good. I mean, I like that one song that was the one I th- like. You know, I was telling you before that I thought I heard like on a uh, commercial for the Best Buy with Dr. Dre's beats, like his headphones. That one was all right. Yep. But I would never see myself downloading a song, paying for it, going out buying an album of dubstep, paying for it. I just. I, I, when's the last time you went out and bought an album? <laughs> Did yeah. you see the my back seat of my car with we the have CDs? A lot of them, but what, Those are recent. Oh, like, really? yeah, the the best of Marilyn Manson, Megadeth's greatest hits. Oh. It's all older music, older I'm bands. I think the last time I went to the store and bought a CD, it's been years. But yeah. then I also don't listen. I just don't listen to music all that much anymore I don't really like even the stuff that you've loved like the stuff you i just don't listen like when i'm on my way to work like i, I don't listen to a lot of once in a while you know 96 9 i'll put on you know i like classic rock classic rock is my thing what do you think is like the big changing moment where all of a sudden that like that wasn't the same anymore like do you remember when you stopped listening to the cds or putting that in or i mean was there Not any really. moment that you I can mean, think was... of that was no, no, no. This is the moment. this is the song that got me into electronic music. And Matt isn't wearing his headphones, so we can't hear it. it. 
This is bass nectar. Okay, keep talking. See, for, talk it, for the next it, it 10 seconds. It seems to me like at any moment Ludacris could start rapping over this <laughs> yep. and it would just be Well, and then there's that whole, have you ever heard, you've heard of girl talk? Like no, the guy who mashes up different songs with beats and like maybe. classic rock, rap, mashes it all together. So he's got... I'm, I've heard a lot of those mashups. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, some of it, he's really good at doing that. Um, this guy is just like a random ass schmo. Uh, I think his name is Lauren something or other. But he's, you know, moniker is Bass Nectar. And he plays for like 30,000 people, you know, in these huge festivals. That's my question too, though. Is like, what does that look like? You know what I mean? Is it him standing there with just like a like a basically a soundboard yes. in front of him and just like like turning, turning some knobs or pressing how entertaining is that? It's they well, have. There's the lack of the like. You know, it's not the rock band that you have. Like you know, you you'd have a guitarist and a drummer and a singer and another guitarist and a bass guy. You don't have that with these electronic guys, so they got to make the most experience. of it. I mean, they have They're, the whole light show. People who go there aren't really going there to watch him necessarily. Ex- They're going there much. to listen to the music, to dance, and I think know. Dead Mouse does a little bit of good job with the whole the mouse head, yeah. like mm-hmm. making it something, and he's always got a different. But mouse really, head on. when he's They're, up there, I mean, he, the music's already they, created. I mean, he's maybe doing well, some stuff, you, but he's not but making think, music on stage like rock bands do. But think about this: they had to. They had to start from scratch and make this whatever song you're listening to. They had to make it somehow, right? And I think some of the artists are like, "Okay, how can I replicate that in a live show?" Rather than just push play mm-hmm. and you know fade to the next song or whatever. Because I think there are what they call them like uh, button pushers. Mm-hmm. That you know that's the boring shit. These guys they're great producers, but are, why are they even going on concert? Like, what kind of concert is that to listen to a record you've heard a hundred times already? You know, and a guy just. Start the freaking record up. That's ridiculous. Because it seems to me that it's a lot of uh, when you're actually making the music, it, it's it takes a long time and it takes you have to listen to a sample and then <laughs> put your mouth up. Against I'm, I'm the trying microphone. this. I got the the shaft here. I got the bad mic apparently <laughs> where I have to. You know, you gotta just no, pretend I'm like talking. To I'm nice and close yeah, to you mine. You just gotta get close. You just gotta be. You're just too relaxed. Yeah. I'm not used to this. Yeah, I know you're not. Go. Well, you can pull it closer if you want to lean back. You can pull lean all the way up back. to the edge. All the way up to the edge if you want, bro. That's scary. <laughs> bro, Tato. That sounds a lot better, yeah, though, already. It is. You just improved everything tenfold. Thank you. <laughs> Tighten that thing. Make sure that's <laughs> tight because it's going to droop on you. I just know. I can just tell. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, we don't want, <laughs> we don't want, we don't want anything drooping on you, all right? <laughs> so, all right? Anyways, back to what we were saying. Okay, yeah. It just seems to me that it's the... The type of electronic music it takes a while to produce in a studio, and you can't really replicate it live because you don't just make it live. You have to, you know, you're in a studio and you're on a computer and yeah. you're taking your time to do it. So here's, I think this is what a lot of those guys do is what they call like they they freestyle mix their music, so they have something to do live. They have their songs that they've already produced. And instead of just push and play, these guys don't want to be the asshole that pushes play. So guys like Bass Nectar and Dead Mouse doesn't do he doesn't just push buttons. I I mean literally he is pushing buttons, but he's not pushing play and pushing stop and fading out. You know, he's mixing stuff in there and like when you hear a song so that you've a heard a hundred times, different it's, it's song a different when song. You, hear a lot. you can yeah. tell it's the same song from the album you have at home, but it's you can tell he's doing something else weird right. in there. And I mean I, and and that's what I've learned from that whole thing. Plus they have yeah, the 
the fog machines, the laser light show. Mm-hmm. Everybody's an LSD and the like yeah, right. yeah. So it's all a bit jacked up show. It just seems to me, in terms of a live experience, like going to see a like a a rock band perform live is, and again, that's just my personal preference. I just happen to like rock music more than electronic music, so maybe yeah. that's it. But it's you know, I just like I saw the Black Keys at the Vein. You know? Ooh, I bet that. I bet it was awesome. It was really good. Was it? It was the first concert I had been to in a long time. Yeah. It was really good. And I wasn't even that huge of a Black Keys fan before that concert. They are good. They are really legitimately good. Yeah. awesome. Just since then, it's it's weird when you see a band live and then you hear the songs again after you see them live. It's just the songs are better for me now. I enjoy listening to them more now that I've seen the band live than I did before I saw them. I guess... I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, cool. I think that's the problem, Like at least that I have when I look at dubstep and the way that it's produced, is it just feels so rigid. I don't feel like you can step outside too far when you even try to do like a live performance. And let's say you want to vary it, it up, up or whatever. When you look at... like. Um, performances for like Pearl Jam. I can look on YouTube for all the different live performances that have happened for Corduroy and they do different things in like the middle of the song that make it unique or they'll they'll change up an entire solo or you know what I mean and I don't know. I just feel like a lot of that stuff that's electronic, I don't know how much flexibility you have to make something. I think something. it's, it's exponentially more, more because you could music, like yeah. throw a speech of Obama or Romney in the middle of your but song. But then you're like almost random. taking it way too outside of the familiarity of what people are listening for of what that song resembles, right? I mean... I think when you have a rock song, you have sort of a, a formula that you or an outline that you have to follow, and you can kind of improvise within that formula. But when you have electronic music, like you said, you can throw whatever the hell you want in there, and you know you got to be smarter than the tools you're using, and and they can have a this tool chest of who knows what kind of noises, other samples, whatever the hell. Like it could be infinitely ridiculous. You got a hard drive that you can have freaking two terabytes on your hard drive. Of just random shit, and you if you memorize where everything is, you're you can do whatever you want. You could probably an electronic artist could play all the instruments in corduroy on his laptop in front of people. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, technically, no, I get he what could. you're saying. I mean, I I get that, but I just, I'm not saying it's I good or it's I, better. It's I don't think it is better. Actually, yeah, linear is probably not, not the right word for something electronic because you guys are right. You do have flexibility there that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. But it's you're not li- as structured. But but I, what you're looking at is a guy dinking around on his computer or some electronics. The, it seems you don't have the, you don't have the emotion or exactly, the energy exactly. as you do with, with a rock band. When you when a guy playing his guitar, you can see his face, or when, even when he's mm-hmm. singing, because a lot yep. of electronic music doesn't always have vocals. When you have a lead guitarist that's also singing, you can see him singing, strumming the guitar. You can see what he's doing on his guitar. You can only do so much Sweat with the guitar. pouring down his face. Oh, yeah. He's it's got it's that a different experience than a, you know, a guy doing whatever he's doing on a laptop and a mixer and this, that, and the yeah, other Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, And now, granted, too, this is my subjective opinion. I've never been to a performance of anyone like Dead Mouse or yeah, anyone doing either. music I've like that. So, I mean, it. I can't speak like I've yeah. been there. I've, you know, I've been involved so, in that environment. So I'm um, trying to talk about stuff that you know. <laughs> come on. Well, that's why they keep inviting me back. To these <laughs> Wait, we? In, I invited you back. Oh, <laughs> you just showed up. I begged you guys to come here. Honestly, Hell, I'm just a man like a with a month. I'm a man with a bunch of opinions. A, I couldn't find a day off of work. Yeah, man. Travis uh, and Matt, you guys are roommates, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yep. We've they lived together, together now for time. yeah. We've known each other. Oh. I've known Trav since I was zero. Ooh. <laughs> you guys 
We love each other. Oh, big time. Oh, big Were time. you guys born like in the same hospital? Oh, we breastfed together, yeah. Ooh. I was born before him. We went to the same church. That's how we knew each other. We both went to Emmanuel Baptist Church in Holland, Michigan. Yep, and, and then so later on, the church. we I ended up going to the same school, yeah. but that wasn't until like third or fourth grade right? I went third to the, grade I went to Holland Heights Elementary School and then moved to the Hamilton School District in third grade and, and that was were, when we uh yeah we got to actually go to school and go to church together and then, you guys you guys currently live in the apartments that I used to live with Ben upstairs in the same actually building oh is it the same building the no same? we're in a different building oh, than you what moved? you guys so yeah well Matt and I never lived in that same building no no you lived in um, the la- I went and saw, hung out with you. Didn't uh, Matt Essenberg also live with you? For yeah. A while? Well, no, no, Th- that's no, a no. different apartment. I think yep. you're thinking of the ones north of Holland, out by the mall. By no, Marshall he's still mall. thinking of the same apartment complex because oh, yeah. they in, all uh, lived in River Club, oh, but they really? lived yeah. in a building that was that one that nestled on the cul-de-sac. Like when yeah. you first pull in and you have that turn that you're going to the right. Yeah. You lived in the upper yes. floor with a cathedral ceiling. Exactly. It was you, Rose, you know, yeah. Ben. Yeah. You, you don't know, live in the bottom floor where Greg Savage used to live nope. in the bottom. We live in we live in the set of sure? build we live in the set of apartments that's nestled right in between that. There's like a little oh. area you turn oh, right. Okay, maybe yeah. I just forgot about that. Nope. We live in a different area, but we still live within the you know, the same apartments and they're so awesome. The next building they over. are I love those apartments. I think they're great there. They're, it's a it's a great location. I mean, oh yeah, the location's right prime. On the Price is good. Um, I mean, really, the only qualm is that they mow the lawn at some of the oddest <laughs> hours of the day. Like, well, for like, me, what? I mean, they they mow the lawn. I would rather them mow the lawn at like seven in the morning because I'm maybe just going to sleep then. But the other day, you know, they mow the lawn at noon. Which yeah, is a because when I go to sleep, I'm to... like, I wish someone would mow the lawn right now <laughs> while I'm going to sleep. <laughs> exactly. That makes no sense, man. Right outside of my window. Oh, you know? dude. It's so, insane. Well, so it what times sense. do they mow it at? Well, Whenever usually they, they mow it at like <laughs> 7 in the morning. But the other day they did it at noon, and I worked third shift. I worked so night, you were totally so I, dead sleeping. I, well, I, yeah, I was dead sleeping until the lawnmower was right outside my window, and they decided to stop. I don't know if whatever. Oh, they're they're mowing the lawn. They're weed whacking. It could be eight o'clock at night. It could be seven in the morning. Doesn't even matter. It's like whenever like the itch, like oh, you know what? Let's they go do some landscaping. You know, early yeah, sometime. they. I'll get home from work and they'll just be like getting the lawnmowers out and it'll be six thirty in the morning. I wish I knew someone who like owned an apartment complex that could like because I know everybody's got these weird questions about apartment complexes. Oh, that would be a great that'd podcast. be hilarious. Absolutely, I think I'm gonna find someone. That you owns have to. An apartment you have complex. to because there are. Some Let's issues. get whoever owns the River Club. Isn't some? some uh, I think lady, there's right? a senior level of management. Yeah, it's got <laughs> I have be no some idea. Property management. Yeah, Amy is our like our go to. That's at the office. But she's not and an she's owner, and she's been there forever, right? Because that name, yeah. <laughs> you don't. Have, I haven't even been on the. You're list. a ghost there. there. <laughs> I might as well not exist. You don't have any protections there whatsoever. There's no paperwork. They with tried your to name tow my done vehicle. <laughs> what? They don't know you live there. No. No, we tried to get them on the lease, but they had a whole like set of hoops. Well, that I, I could be on the lease. I just never went in to give my social security number, and yep. they never came back. So I just never. We keep paying. They keep oh, getting right. paid. What do they the yeah, relationship <laughs> continues. I could be a convicted felon. Yeah, who cares? You keep paying money to. Yeah. <laughs> you don't cause trouble, and you pay what they want. You're good. Exactly. That's yeah. that's the rules. I don't cause too much trouble. We only <laughs> caused 
little amount of trouble while right. we were there. Oh, dude, when you guys lived there, it, that was a different time. Uh, but man. Wait, what, that wasn't the place where Rose knocked off the road sign. Um, no, I think because there's no road signs. But I think it was the uh, the apartment, the Windmill Lakes. I think Windmill Lake. Well, that was where I was living at before that wasn't with the one. My axe, but no. Rose only lived in one apartment in Holland. It was the one oh, I lived. River well, Club. I don't think he was living there. He was just visiting, oh. and he tore off some like street oh, sign. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, he's pulled that when you were off probably. at a lot of places. He's Those, gone he, like to. when we went to see that Pink Floyd cover band at Founders, and he <laughs> he ripped some poster off the wall that they had and started carrying it around. <laughs> and somebody approached him about it, and he told the person. Oh, some what did he say? Some guy in a top hat gave this to me. <laughs> some, for guy. some reason, that explanation worked. He just out of nowhere, a guy in a top hat. I mean, who's going to come up with that? Band. Who's going to come up with that off the top of their head? I actually, oh, I actually went and saw a Pink Floyd okay. cover band at the Orbit Room one time called Echoes. Yeah, they yeah. are amazing. They were so yep. good. Aren't they good? I, saw I them actually in bought a T-shirt, one of their T-shirts. Like so, I bought a Pink Floyd cover band T-shirt because it was like five bucks, and it looks sweet as hell. Dude, they I've were rocking. Them. No, they're really they're good. They're so good. They're so mm-hmm. That was the concert that I went to with you they and some of our friends Founders, before, yeah. and they were. Did you guys very? So you very also good. saw Echoes. You yep. also saw them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They and were I amazing. saw them again with my girlfriend last year in Kalamazoo at the State Theater. Mm. And that was their first, I guess, legit gig yeah, that they that's played a, in an actual venue. That's well. That's a big the yeah, state theater. Yeah, that's no, a big thing. I mean, it, it, Orbit it Room is Phil, it wasn't sold out, but, but or, I mean, Orbit Room is decent size for like. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, I've seen room, room standing there. room only, right? Yeah, Where no, the no, they have seats upstairs in oh, the balcony, do they? okay, and in the back. I remember going to the Orbit Room and what the guy from Taproot stage dove off of the balcony at yeah. the Orbit Room. Oh, Not surprised at all. He's always doing the stage diving. That guy Taproot, was awesome. That's, that's, that's a band that goes awesome band. That was the, yeah. Well, the thing was with us, when we went to see Taproot in concert, we never actually got to see him because we would show up late to the concert and they were always the They're opening They were always act. the opening act, yep. Yeah, we I went s- to see them open for P.O.D. and uh, For P.O.D.? Yeah, P.O.D. and P.O.D. Disturbed. And disturbed. I, I, just, the I can see Disturbed. P.O.D.'s crotch while he was stave diving. <laughs> I, I just have you uh, my hands up and it was right there. Have you heard the new uh, Taproot album that came out this year? I have not. No, um, I think it just came out two months ago. I'll, well, you don't have your headphones on, so you're not going to be able well, to hear here, anything. I'll put them back on again. I just can't hear my own voice. It throws me. I'll off. just play. I'll just play a quick snippet from whatever I'm pulling here. Uh, yeah. The album's called The Episodes, 2012. Awesome. That band came from Ann Arbor, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. This is what I'm listening Sounds to right scary. now. Sounds scary. Taproot. Sounds like Halloween. I honestly don't think I've listened to this. Really? Yet. Mike, no. Mike when did this get released? I didn't even know they had a new album that was coming out this year. Um, I think in June or July. I'm like waiting for a drop now. I'm yeah. <laughs> I like it. There's All one right. note. Okay. Nice little hard. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next note, the next chord. Yep. Very different from. I mean, his voice. There's. I could. The, the, the chorus sound. sounds like Tab. Yep. 
this is something I'd have to listen to a few times. I can't just listen to it once. Right now, I'm listen, not digging nope, it. Maybe. I would have to listen to it a few times. I think. Well, but you're just playing a random song, right? You're on the album. I'm playing it, the, so. the first track okay. on the album. Right. Whoa. Oh, speaking oh, spell. Is that speaking's? Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of a Radiohead, wasn't that the one they had the speak and spell? Dude, that everybody, Limp Bizkit, everybody did speak and spell. Yeah. Anyways, and then Flight of the Concords did the humans are dead, where the guy <laughs> oh, talks. Yeah, and that's back. right. Yep. Can we talk to the humans? <laughs> so yeah, that was I, I, like as you, as usually like what I try to do is when people like like oh you remember this band whatever they're like seven times out of ten I have it ready. At hand, but sometimes I don't. Yeah, your so I try to I try to anticipate things we might talk about, and I pull it up on YouTube beforehand. Wait, so you have that downloaded? I mean, it, that's I the... played it from my iTunes. Oh, yeah. so you haven't listened to it, but you own it? Yeah, correct. Interesting. So I thought you just like went to YouTube or something. No, I, pull, I I'm looking at my iTunes from the other computer right now. How many now. songs do you have? Because that's one Six, thing I... I have 16,000... 17,000? 16, <laughs> <laughs> so basically every song that's ever been created right. since the beginning no, of time. 16, just over 16,000 songs, 150 gigs, on over 150 gigs worth of music, but they're all in quality, like 320... Oh, yeah. Like, you're a huge quality yeah, nut, dude. I'm an audio file. Oh, like, yeah. if, if, if I could find any album I wanted to in flat quality, which is like... Over twice the size of what 320 is, I would definitely have it, and I would spend money on extra hard drives to Can keep everything. Can you really tell the difference though between when you wear a really good pair of headphones? You can, um, if or a really good pair of speakers, you can, but only to there's it's only to an extent, you know. It's like if you're playing it off your phone or in your car, you're already losing quality no matter how mm-hmm. good of the file is. So you have to have like all the equipment you're using has to be amazing, and it's really not all that better than a boombox. I don't know or, though because you know, those mixed discs that we made with our when we went on that trip to the uh, Allison Chains concert, like the, the song quality of those discs for the Deftones and Allison Chains well, were doing that was good. Like that was it, that's a good way to actually if you ever wanted to test it, if you wanted to burn a CD, um, burn like a three twenty kpbs kilobytes per second song next to like 128 kilobytes per second i think itunes finally is selling 256 kilobytes per second but not 320 if you put like all the different types next to each other on a disc and listen to it you would be able to tell what does amazon sell do they sell 320 uh no no there's very few places that sell 320 i think maybe i can't remember if you can buy music from some or what's the what's the big uh beat port i think I think you might be able to do from there. Amazon? I don't think they sell 320 at Amazon. Because mm. I actually bought an album, an album from Amazon recently, and I was under the assumption they did sell 320, and they didn't. So I said, this is not 320. I thought it was. I want my money back. They said, whoop, okay, give me money back. And they uh, they can't like take the electronic music, you know, electronically yeah. funded music that I downloaded away from me. Well, so you got to keep the music. I got to keep the music, and they back. gave me my money back. Well, you know, so wow. that was I've heard a lot cool. of good things about Amazon dude, customer service. Amazon so. is the shit. I always I deal with Amazon, Amazon, dude. I absolutely love them. I'm so close to buying the eighty dollars uh, Prime, eighty dollar a year Prime membership, where you get free two day shipping, and awesome. you get like a little bit of discount on some types of different. I bet things. they add to your today's deals, right? Where they try to like throw in more deals on those, like they they do like the. 
Probably. Do you shop a lot on Amazon or not really? I buy everything on Amazon. I buy so much stuff on Amazon. I'll buy it's underwear. Always stuff I, will, I never I'll buy need. underwear on <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> I don't need yeah. a lot of this shit I buy on there, but I have to because it's Amazon. <laughs> they, For some reason, I just like the instant gratification. If I buy something, I want to have it after I pay the money for it. No, I totally realize that too, but I think I've evolved into a stage where that doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. now I buy it and I go, I can't wait for 48 hours from now when so I see the like package Christmas in the mail. Exactly. exactly. I come home, I see a package there. If awesome. you ask my wife, she she thinks, she might think I'm like like buying and selling drugs or something by how much stuff, <laughs> like how many packages come to our house. Or maybe not my wife because she knows. Maybe the mail person is like, what the hell does this guy do? He's got packages coming to his house like almost every other day, a package of something. And it might be like a, 35 cent, you know, mm-hmm. screw that I like. Doesn't oh, I need this random more screw. expensive after a while when you're paying for shipping costs. Like, if you buy, like, you when said, you get Prime, eighty the $80 a year Prime account gets you free two day shipping on everything. On, on almost, not everything, almost everything. Well, probably not the, the more heavy stuff. Like, if you buy a TV, you're probably no, there, it might be that. I think it all depends on actually who's selling it. It's got to be Amazon, a seller. It's got to be dictated by seller. Because Amazon has only got so much they can sell themselves. And when they can't sell they it, have they, like they, eBay, they have others. It's like a second hand yep. person. Yeah, not really and, eBay, but. And, it might, they, and that person might not be able to fulfill the two day shipping costs that you, you know your membership goes to. So that item's quote unquote not on Prime. But most stuff is. Yeah, Amazon is great. I love the daily deals, too. Like, I'll get emails and just stuff that they'll mark down considerably. And I've I found myself buying stuff I, I shouldn't buy, but because I can't tur- I can't pass it up. Well, like, then I you're going to hate you're gonna hate me for what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. There's a couple other sites you should go to that I go to on the no, daily. No, please don't tell me these sites. Slickdeals.net and Woot.com. I've already gone to Woot. I've heard of Woot.com. Yep, Woot. I've gone to Woot a I lot. I bought so much stuff off Woot because they those are like, like if you see something you like on Woot, you're like, holy shit, I have to buy this because it's dirt cheap. Have you ever been to a This Is Why I'm Broke? No. <laughs> no. That's got a lot of like really crazy. Is that real? Crazy. I yeah, thought you were this joking. This Is Why I'm Broke.com. I and love that's it. that's not like I'm good deals. It Look it up right now. It's They've not good deals? Free- not it's like super, ex- but they oh, have. Fuck, I don't care if it's not a good deal. Well, well, no, no it's well. Go there once. Mm. They've got some crazy stuff that you would never find anywhere. Else. This is why I'm broke, Doc. I've well, like, never heard of this one. To like the, uh, have you ever seen that? Uh, like the j- water jetpack thing. Yeah, was that the Where one the, that they had on the, <laughs> like the USA? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's testing it out. Okay, they actually sell the that. The first yeah. thing that pops up on this is why I'm broke. com is. The 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 Iron Throne from Game of Thrones and it's thirty million dollars. <laughs> no, thirty thousand. Oh, is it thirty thousand? Oh. It can't be thirty million. I mean, it just it was... skipped the picture, so I can't see it. Yeah. Oh. It said I thought it said thirty million dollars. No. But they 000. sell like crazy stuff like that. But there's also not not necessarily. I want that throne, stuff, dude. Have, I like, want that know, throne. Weird Mario dude, pillows or just they know. have Batman brake light covers. That is so sweet. Six fifty. <laughs> I love the site. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much. And also, fuck you. Yeah, thanks a lot, website. dude. I can't wait to go broke. Awesome. Be Aquatic great. dumbbells, twenty six ninety five. I need those. <laughs> Pizza slicer fork, four yep. ninety nine. Oh, can't live without that. I'm gonna need to fork up some I eat, pizza. And I, slice I just mash pizza in my mouth. I don't need a freaking <laughs> fork or a slicer. Are you shitting me? Okay, you're right. Thirty thousand dollars for the Game of Thrones Iron Throne. Right. That 
I need to have <laughs> yeah. that. Can you make how a can I raise, that while you're doing How this? can I raise 30 grand to get the Game of Thrones Iron Throne for me to sit in to do this podcast? A Kickstarter. Yep. I've attempted a Kickstarter. Oh, have you? And then I got stuck at where you have to have a business Amazon account, so I got that going, and then I always forgot about finishing it. But actually, for people that are, most people that would listen to this are local in Grand Rapids, there's something that uh, the DeVos has started called Start Garden, which is similar to Kickstarter, but it's more local. Um, and you can get like basically $5,000 for whatever project you're doing. Um, it's really cool. I mean, I, I don't know all the details of it. I'm actually going to one of their uh, benefit things in a couple weeks here. Just do a little Damn. networking. Yeah. I'm a little sales guy and all that shit. Yeah, man. Get your but face yeah, so Start there. Garden. Yeah. If you have, if, if you know what um, Kickstarter is and you have like a project or an idea or a job or something that you, you're going to try to make money on and you want some funding for it, try, uh, if you're in the Grand Rapids area, try uh, kicks, or startgarden.com. But Kickstarter is also a really good site too. Um, I, I think I might pop something on there. I just kind of did it because it, it's actually a, a process to get something going on there. Oh, see, I didn't know that. To get an account. And it is in a pro- it's Were you not doing easy. it like for your podcast? I was. When we started, I was like, oh, I, we need money to like get this podcast. And I was like, you know, if you donate this much money, I'll, um, you know, have a commercial for you, whatever mm-hmm. you want, or heavy on the air. And this, it got bigger and better and whatever. But I never really followed through with it. Ben didn't really care for the idea. Did you get any donations or anything? I actually never finished the oh, whole you never sign up process. It, it is a long process. Hmm. Like, I mean, it take it probably takes like an hour, hour and a half to like go through all these hoops, which is good because it's you know you could get easily get scammed by there, donating money to people. There was some. Uh, it was funny. It was some somebody tried to start a Kickstarter for. He wanted to write a book on how to do a Kickstarter, and he didn't end up raising enough money for it. <laughs> well, I saw it on Reddit or something. It was like a yo dog uh, trying to yeah. start a Kickstarter for a Kickstarter book on how to how to set up a start Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not surprising at all. Yeah, because if you don't have people like pledging money on you, then you're screwed. Because there's so like you, you try to go on websites like Reddit and try to get people interested in what you're doing, so they'll. And give my you thing is offtopic.com is the site I go to. I okay. I freaking hate Reddit. Scott goes there. Yeah, Scott. Well, yeah. you have to go to. Is you, he, you go to Reddit. You you can't. You have to find the right subreddits to go to. You can't mm-hmm. just go to like our funny or whatever. No, off topic's awesome. Just freaking off topic. You have to pay to everything. Dude, you've been nowadays doing off topic do. forever. You Dude, were like since a, 2003. You were a pioneer uh, nowadays, of off topic. You've always had to, haven't you? I mean, way back when Scott was in it to you, get No, you didn't have to pay until maybe like 4 years ago. Um yeah, I can't remember. How is it set up? Is it set up like Reddit where anybody can just make a topic about something and then there's a... You have to get approved. Like if you sign up, like if you've never been there before, you have to go with the approval process where it takes like a week. And because there's tons of people that like to start like AEs, you know, alternate identities or, or uh, mm-hmm. alternate identity starts with an I. Right. <laughs> oh, what the hell does AE stand? AE stands for American Eagle, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> close enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, for whatever they try to flush out like all the spammers and all the people that are just like you know trying to make multiple accounts and stuff um, but you pay like I think it's maybe like four bucks for three months or something like that it's pretty cheap like I think I paid for a hundred dollars for a lifetime subscription so I never have to pay again um, but yeah back like in 2003 up to like maybe 2008 which is probably when Scott signed up it was free you just signed up you know, you're free there, but 
you know, he's got to pay. If he still is on the site, he's probably paying four bucks or like almost a dollar fifty a month or something. How much traffic would you just estimate that off topic gets like on a daily basis? I think now? they have um, close to like maybe a million members. Whenever you go to the website, every single time I go there, there's roughly around a thousand people on the website at any given time, any time of the day, 24 hours a day. Roughly a thousand people. Hmm. surfing you know checking they, they, they have sub forums you know about specific things but the main forum is just off topic anything goes whatever you know now, didn't that start as a like a what was it suzuki honda honda? honda acura uh car website it was called uh haha haha.net i think H-A- and then the off topic was just the place where they would go to talk about stuff not related to in, Honda, and then it just blew up. And every and everybody went there, and they didn't talk about cars much anymore. Everybody was in this off topic area, and it got mm-hmm. so big that the owner, their own Fazley uh, Imitez, I think his name is, he's like Indian type guy. He lives in uh, pretty sure Indian. in Texas. Um, what's that? <laughs> I just thought I'd throw out a random generalization. They're always Indian. All right, they're, they're always Indian. <laughs> Who's always Indian? Racist uh, bastard. <laughs> nah, I'm being stupid, but nah, I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean anything. No, that's cool. Uh, no, he's a cool guy. I mean, he's not the typical Dell person you'd get on the phone if you had to call <laughs> Dell support. Not that kind of, you know. He's pretty cool. I've actually I've emailed him multiple times. Like, you know, I did the whole t-shirt business stuff for a while and stuff like You're that. You're not in that anymore? No, no, I got, I got, I had to make a choice where, like, it was actually when I was doing, started the tech work for you know, my last company. Um, I was, I was just gotten to that and working lots of hours, but we also started the t shirt company right before that. I kind of had to choose, like, hey, do we take this t shirt company to the next level or do I not do it and, you know, do more overtime or keep my job at, I couldn't do both. I got to a point where right. I couldn't do both. And I chose the the tech stuff. Is Seek I'm, and Destroy still around? Uh, it is. Yes, Travis. Or so, what was I? I was going to ask you something. I'm ready well, for anything. Anything? Are you sure? You're positive. Anything? Well, what most things? What did you listen to on the way over here to my house? Stone uh, Sour, the new one? No, dude, the older one. It was the first album. D- there, you know, the new album just leaked. It did really. Yeah. It's called. Uh, oh shoot! I got it right here. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a little? Yeah, clip let's of do it, it dude. I hope Test I don't it get, up. I hope I don't get in trouble for this. Sorry, I think it guys. comes out like next week. Nice. It is called House of Golden Bones Part One. Interesting. So, so the next album like comes out. Part? Yeah, it's a two-parter. I think the next one comes out like in early, like late winter, like January, February. Excellent. Let's do. This track is called um, "Gone Sovereign." Nice hard intro. I, I, no, I like yep. it. It's cool. Corey Taylor, man, he's, he's yeah, a smart guy. Something about Stone Sour, I just appreciate more a little bit more than uh, Slipknot. Yep. It's more melodic. To mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like insane crazy. Yeah, all over don't the place. just sit there and yell. I I need you to form a chorus for me. Form yeah, a yeah. melody, you know. Yeah. Like it so far. 
It fits right into that grind of Stone Sour, the sound mm -hmm. they develop for themselves. And then he gets rocking out. Oh there. yeah, nice little pickup there, yeah. So yeah, that's first track off the new album. Yeah, the new album that is it's I don't believe it's actually out yet. I believe it it comes out Tuesday. Twenty second? Today's the eighteenth or nineteenth? So yeah, go to your local Best Buy and buy it, okay? Or just go to iTunes. Um, you should go to Best Buy. Screw Best Buy. Let's keep that place in business. Why would we keep Best Buy in business? Because that's where... Uh, I want Circuit City back. Circuit right. City? <laughs> dude, Best <laughs> Buy's, Best Buy's hot on the trail of Circuit City, dude. you know how many stores they've closed over really? the United States in the last year? It's going the way of Blackbuck. Oh, like it's, like, oh, like yeah. 50, 100, I mean... The We're brick and mortar establishment yeah. of like the Amazon way they do Amazon is raping bitches anymore. On, on buying stuff because... Not only that, but like every, there's so much stuff you can get digitally now. You know, games, music, movies. You don't even need a brick Did and mortar store. Did you hear the next like uh, generation systems may do away with just allowing people to have used games? Like, so you buy what? one new, you have a code that you use for these games, you redeem it through like whatever their system is to validate or check it. Mm -hmm. You can't sell it again. You mean that's like the the next gen? The system, next systems that come out because, beyond because it's a physical disc type game. They're going to have some sort of system a in place. Like yeah, exactly. So like you know, GameStop, all those businesses so like you that can't resell a physical disc. Nope. They're, yeah, it's a big deal right now because oh, it could yeah. change the entire yeah the entire really? economy of how games work. Yep. Do you know anything about like the next generation like consoles or anything? I, I, no, I was just going to say that's it's surprising because this current generation has been out. When did it come out? Like oh four? Yeah, so it's, it's been out for eight yep. years. I mean, it's by far longer than any other generation that I can think of. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, normally the companies give it like what a ten year like lifeline, or that's what they anticipate. Ten years. I mean, it's well, been way Sony does. Than... Sony gives a ten year lifeline behind the, the consoles they put out. out for ten years. They were still producing games for close yeah, to it. Yeah, but I mean, the new generation comes out when the old generation is still right, producing exactly. games. Right, exactly. That's what yeah. they're considering, is how long do we stay committed to produce titles or even publish it's it for like 10 years? It's crazy to me. Years. I mean, it's been eight years, and there hasn't even been like an E3 announcement of the next game system. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't I know if that's just because... Never, it's just because the, that's just the way that video games are going. I mean, I mean you know, it's... A 360 and it's online experience and it's less about you know the hardware and more about the the software and the online and the well there's been a lot of dialogue around that is like how do these companies continue to survive when you're like selling a game that's 60 bucks but you can't ignore the fact that mobile gaming has skyrocketed someone I, can I play a lot of cell phone games yeah so when you can download a game that you enjoy for 99 cents you're not going to be able to tap into that same market of people that are going to go out and buy a game probably for 59 or 60 bucks, whatever the case is. It's a different thing, though, I guess. I mean, you know, I, people who want to play a game at home aren't going to want to sit there with their phone and play a game. They're probably going to want to play a game 
but it's still a niche the, market, I guess, the, the is what I'm saying. People, it's still going to be. The people who want to play a game like on a cell phone are the ones who are like on, a, you know, have a hour ride on a bus on their way to work or something. You know, true. Yeah, the, the downtime is where I play the games on my phone or right. IPad yeah, or I play phone games at work. You know, I don't a lot come of home and be like, work, can't so. wait to get on my iPhone and right. play Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, but it's funny that I, I can't wait to get on my iPhone. Said nobody ever. Oh, that's oh. just definitely not true. <laughs> because when I wake up in the morning, I go, "Damn, I can't wait to s- s- turn on that little bitch." Oh my gosh, yeah. I love. I love. I have an iPhone five, and I Siri. love it. Yes, dude, oh Milan's got the iPhone five and the wait, Samsung you, Galaxy S three. Always like the iPhone. Wait. What? Yeah, I got both. <laughs> He's got both. Right. Wait, yeah. And you have service to both? I, I mean, have Verizon have... and AT- I have AT&T on the iPhone and Verizon on the Galaxy Why? S3. Uh, one's work and one's personal. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Which, yeah. I mean... And, and it's, I'll accept it, that. I mean, Wait, in some people... That little one is the iPhone 5? This one. The l- l- compared to the <laughs> Samsung, it's little. Hell yeah, that's but right. it's still big. I haven't... This is... Wow. Feel how light that is in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> All that and power. I've you seen see this the screen is. I saw you post the. Uh, Let's well, look at right behind me, dude. On. It's the Max. No, right behind me, not the other wall. Oh, see them little bad. What bad? is that? The Max, the comic book character, I the Max. He's is. never been into comics oh, like then, we have. Then yeah, you wouldn't know. I'm surprised you haven't said why. You, you big loser. Gay, yeah, gay why can't you get in your comics? Jeez, I understand what comic books are. You know, I just <laughs> well, yeah, most people do. Yeah, <laughs> they understand it's a series of pictures. Wait, but now that I look at it, I think Spawn so far is the only one that I actually recognize. This isn't just DC and Marvel. This is Image. This is only Image, only number ones. What is image of the mean? comic books I used to read when I was a kid? What's that? What, what, so Image is just another comic oh, book company. Oh, what? now do you want to get into an hour? Can of worms. Yes, you just you opened up Pandora's box, brother. Image I've never is, known of any comic books other than... I'll you know. do the short version. Okay. Image is actually uh, a company created by artists, um, writers, um, inkers, pencilers, whatever you want to call them, illustrators, um, that, that worked at Marvel and DC. They didn't like how they were treated there and didn't think they made enough money or whatever. Like when a movie would come out for a Marvel movie and it was their character, they would get zero money because they were basically signing on to Marvel. They were giving away all the rights to their characters. Marvel owned them. They didn't. So all these eight um, different artists started the company Image in 1992. It was either the end of 1991 or the beginning of 1992. And uh, I I mean, there's Rob Liefeld. There is Sam Keith. There was there's a bunch of others, eight of them. Did Jim Lee ever jump ship, or did he stay? Jim, Jim Lee? Lee did, because Jim Lee. Jim Lee, yep, yeah. he did. Stan Lee's brother? Uh, no, no, his uncle. He was the Asian. No, that's not. <laughs> Stan Lee was <laughs> the Caucasian. Oh, Jim Lee was Asian. Lee. All right. <laughs> but no, yeah, Jim Lee got on the image train. I think like Gen 13 and stuff, I think that's Jim Lee stuff. When I'm looking at these comics, it seems to me that it's just like ripoffs of the existing. Like that dragon guy looks like the, the savage Hulk. dragon. That troll looks like Wolverine. I mean, his hair <laughs> looks. Exi- doesn't he look exact? Doesn't that hair look like that Wolverine picture, hair? Like that was the most favorite comic book ever. There was like two copies. There's like yeah, no, that he is not supposed to be Wolverine by any well, but means. Does the hair not look like his, Wolverine's his, hair? He looks like Absolutely, a, he looks like yes. a miniature Wolverine. Yes, and then Brigade looks like Cable. I can see that easily. Young Blood, you got the guy in the back that looks and a lot the like Savage Thor. Dragon looks 
almost exactly like the Hulk, except for nothing at all like the Hulk because he's except like, he's green and he has a you fin know, a on the top shirt of his head. and he's got these huge fists and, and he's the size of a regular human. But I mean, come on, everything's going to resemble something to some degree, right? Yeah, I come mean, on, isn't that originality just I mean, doesn't come yeah. out of nowhere, you dumbass. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, I quit do. dissing on him. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> I'm not dissing on it. I'm just saying it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I understand your point though. Touche. Well, yeah, it's not reinventing the no, wheel just, by any means. I don't means, know anything about it, right? So I'm just looking at it from shut a, the F a lay person's view, you know. Yeah, Look, there's Venom like, right there, the pit. You're probably thinking Blindside <laughs> looks like Deadpool. Yeah, he does. Too, right? Yeah. right. Or Spider-Man. That, there's a couple that do, like, you're like, oh, shit, that does look like... But at the same time, I mean, what else are you going to do? Or, hey, look, there's Phoenix up there, that Jen... I don't know. Except for oh, Gen like 13's awesome, yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing: is like obviously they want to try and you know be originals, but they have to do something that's going to sell, right? So I mean, you got. And they've also had their own ideas, and their own ideas. Music spawn. follows those same trends where you have people yeah. that try to do things that have been proven to be profitable, mm-hmm. or things that well, are going. Well, I don't know. Yeah, if you can compare you that can to too. I mean, you can't absolutely. Say you can't. You can't say absolutely. that a literature is the same as music. Where I mean, you know, okay, of course. All right, George R. R. Martin writes the Song of Ice and Fire series. Oh, but Tolkien already wrote a fantasy series, so it's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. It's completely different. It's a completely different story. But why I is it completely different? You're that's you being subjective and saying they're completely different because no, they no, might have different storylines. No, look, I'm looking at this and I'm saying that guy looks a lot like the Hulk. Right, the and why can't I say as somebody else that read the same stories you did and say the same claim myself? What are you going to compare? Okay, so compare. That's not an absolute fire. truth. What is, it, what is it like? I then? haven't, but I'm just saying why can't I? I'm just no, no, you can't. Devil's Go advocate. ahead. No, try. I'm just saying why? Why can't I? In theory, why could I not? Why could I no, not I'm say not, that they're connected in some way? Fill a storyline, you know. What? Like, could. why can't What's I say Pocahontas on? and Avatar are very similar? Like, they're different stories, but they the follow the... You would be the first person to say that. No, I would not. I guarantee you that there have been others that have compared the story of Pocahontas to oh, that of Avatar. That's you, exactly correct. Yep, you better believe it. I'm, in no way, shape, or form am I being, like, the you know some front-runner and saying that that's I a guess comparison. I, I'm Hello? not saying the story. I don't know what any of these stories are. Obviously, I haven't read them. I'm going purely on image and looks alone and it's all like you know on that the cover of all like first, the their first the Hulk, issues you know because you're a dumbass that doesn't because know I'm the a Hulk dumbass because I'm an <laughs> savage dragon bastard who doesn't know <laughs> because what he's they're green about. they're both green they're the same thing <laughs> oh yeah because that's the only simul- similarity is that they're both green that is the only similarity the, besides the, the name the that is a savage dragon on the top <laughs> it doesn't say the hulk He's wearing you a tank top. A He's got a fin popping out of his head. I don't think the Hulk. Here, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm even trying to the provide Hulk barely wears opinion. clothes, man. Number here's the other thing. He doesn't have the purple shorts. I mean, come on. He's got oh, <laughs> right. Because that's such a huge He's got full jeans on, brother. The purple shorts. <laughs> He's got full jeans. They didn't even that's rip. So true. Yep. They didn't even rip. He doesn't have hair. He has a fin on the top of his head. <laughs> That ain't no hawk. That's a savage dragon. You don't even have to pull the picture up because I I know what you're no, saying. No, I'm not pulling a picture. I'm just uh, saying, oh, look at savage dragon versus Hulk. <laughs> no, oh, I, apparently I'm not the only one who's thought Is this, there something uh, on there, like a website that says it? Oh, oh, only the, like The savage dragon was a websites. police officer. The Hulk was a scientist. So you you got to know your background information to begin with. Before you and the savage dragon doesn't involve a so gamma ray. Does he always look like that? That's always what he looks like. Always. 
So he doesn't transform from nope. a human into that green monster. He is the savage dragon you all have, the time. You you have to admit that a big, bulky person with these huge fists that is green. I mean, how can you not say that that I mean, reminds you of the Hulk? His fists are like normal size, but they just look, appear to be big because it's his number maybe, one issue of his comic book. Maybe it's just that picture then. And you got four different issues to look of the same comic book. Yeah, book. I don't understand that. If you they're look at the, the, the coloring the coloring on the backdrop. Well, so of, those are actual comic books. That's yeah. just not just an image. No, these are all actual comic books. How can you read them when they're in their frame? I don't read them. I read them in the 1990s. Oh, okay. And then I just framed them all up, and I bought the ones that I lost along the way, and the ones I really liked that I remembered. Oh, hey, look, it's Captain America. <laughs> it's basically, oh, except with machine guns on built into his body. It's, I can't even see. The it's what would Patriot. happen if Captain America and Deadpool fused to form a superhero. That would be it basically, right there. and that's yep. probably that'd be like the artist on that. I can't remember his name. Um, I, mm, no, I'm not going to say it because I can't remember. Um, it might have. But a guy that worked on Deadpool or Captain America Marvel Comics. But wouldn't you guys agree, like, there comes a point where you cannot truly be original in that sense anymore. You know, you're always going to develop a character that in some way relates to something that's already been done. Well, in, in, in a comic book format, it's really hard to be How original. would you do it? How would you develop anything that's completely new? Something that's You have to out- do something like The Watchmen. Yeah, well, yeah, well, The Watchmen was a story that was I don't know, very... and I'm just, you know, I don't know anything. I've never read that The Watchmen. That was original. The Watchmen was original. The, the Watchmen story is very original. You know, yeah, you that's, sure. that's kind of like, you know, yeah, everything, every novel you read is a story, and of course there's always going to be similarities. There's going to be parallels, but, no matter how you look at well, it. For example, yeah, well, you know I'm a huge, like, Game of Thrones nerd. I'm a huge yes. You know more about it than probably. (laughs) Put your mouth in front of the microphone, my friend. Okay. Because this sounds good. I love Game of Thrones. Right. No, have you read the books? Never. I don't know how to read, so no. Okay. Well, they're amazing. I mean, if you think that you love the show up till this point, you just wait until what's to come. I can only imagine. But the thing that I like about it. Are you telling me that I should really read? I should stick my head out of my ass and read these books? It, re- it would require a large time commitment. Because they're big books, aren't they're, they? They're big books, Ridic- and they're complex. Oh. I mean, there's, I mean, the what show mean? already gives you a taste of there's so many different characters that you need to keep oh, yeah. track of. And the books is even more so. I mean, they throw characters at you left and right. There's characters in the fourth book that you haven't even met yet that become main characters later in the series That's that insane. you don't even so are, see in the Are show. any of the characters like in the first season like still main characters? Yes. Like, yeah, there are characters okay. that that exist. Only probably only the a few. The story keeps a going. Not, I mean there's Most of them? I I don't want to give anything away by saying like, you know, who lives and who dies. Well, don't say anything after the first season. Like 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 uh what's the Ned Stark? Freaking get his head chopped off! Right, I was blown away. Oh, dude, because he, that, right? Because that he felt thing, like the biggest guy yep. in the whole a- that series. And that right there is the turning point that tells you that this isn't going to go how you think it's going to go. You're mm-hmm. not just going to sit here and watch Ned Stark try to figure out why John Aaron died and what what why the Lannisters are bad and what's going the on. Lannisters a bunch of freaking right. You're going to go fucks. back and you're gonna you're gonna get characters that you think are evil at first and then they turn out turn out to redeem themselves and become good. There, there's no you when know, did black these, and white good and evil. When do these like winter zombie dudes like head out? Well, what do they call them? Well, they're the uh, 
In the book, they're the others. In the show, they're the White Walkers. The White Walkers. Because they, yeah. they, they allude to that right at the beginning of the first season. And then season. you don't see him again. Exactly. So I'm like, when is this shit going to hit the fan? That's a White big, Walkers. That's a big part of it. But like, zo- they're basically like gradually, zombies. I mean, you know, you're, I'm in book five right now. Mm-hmm. How many books are there? Is the, there's seven total, but there's only five released so far. Oh, he hasn't even written all of them yet. The stories, the stories. How do you know there's going to be seven if he hasn't even written seven? Well, he said that there's going to be seven. Oh, he he defined that there's going to be. He's yeah, probably seven. made an outline at least of the seven. Yeah, he knows so what's going to happen. He's, he's not going to have a comeback and be like, "Whoop, here's book A." <laughs> He's not going to live that long. There's people worried that he's going to live to write seven <laughs> he, books. Who, what's his name? He's like George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah. He's no, an old he's ass like, dude. Oh, he's like almost seventy years old. He's and like he's 105. Like, you said. What? <laughs> oh, 70. No, Almost 70. 70. Oh, you're, are you saying like a 70-year-old can like keel over at any time? He's a large man. He does oh. not appear to be in good health. I mean, it's, That's it's hard to judge somebody, but I mean, you know, look up George R. R. Martin. I yeah. mean, he... You know, I'll take your word for it. Take my word for it. Oh, that, there's people that worried sucks. that he's not going to survive. And there's because that, if he and doesn't, fact that, people's dreams are going to be shattered. Oh, hell yeah. But the thing is... Yours included. He, well, yeah, mine foremost. But he apparently has told the uh, creators and producers of the show, has given them the outline for how the series is supposed to end so that in the in event of his untimely demise, they can they still can do the show. The story. The show or the, just the, the show. show? Yeah. He apparently has refused. Wow. He doesn't want anybody to, I'm surprised that- to write the books for him if he dies. No, he probably doesn't. People just want to be like, oh, shit, we can't read like the rest of this whole right. story. Right, and that's the thing. I mean, there's a big story. I mean, you know, you've probably watched through season two. I mean, you're... I've watched every single episode. You've watched every single episode. So you've watched the first two seasons. And three. There's season three. Nope. Okay, then yes. Season three is coming out. Okay, then yes. The I've watched yet. every single episode twice then, apparently. Okay. Maybe but, I was I mean, just and drunk you want to know what's, like, what's going on. I mean, it kind of... It never really resolves itself. The story is still happening, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, with the uh, with the White Walkers, where do they fit in? I mean, they show there's, up at the beginning. And there's then lots it's of like, things. Like there's the families that are only in there for like ten minutes per episode. Every fifth episode, mm-hmm. like why? Why don't they talk about them more? And I'm guessing it, they probably get talked about more. They get talked about more, like the. Uh, the phrase. I don't know if when I say that, if that rings a bell, but that's the old guy who has the huge family. All of the he's eighty years old, the creepy guy. He's got like the the fifteen year old wife, and he's the eighty year old guy. And was that in the show? Yeah, he was in the show briefly, okay. I believe, in the first season where okay. he betroths one of his daughters to Rob Stark, who's the king in the north. And Rob needs to marry this girl, and that's the reason why he's forming the alliance with the Starks is because of okay. this marriage pact. But then Rob goes and falls in love with this other woman. That's right. Okay, now I do remember. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. So he's going to come back, and you know he's not going to probably be happy about this marriage that Rob has with the other girl because Rob had promised as the king he was going to marry one of this guy's daughters mm-hmm. or granddaughters or whatever it is. Like moms or something. Who knows? Right, so Correct. there's a lot of things like that that come back. But later, that show, but, it, but can you admit that the show by HBO has been done pretty damn well? It has been done very well. There are I can't things, say the story because you've read the books and I haven't, so I can't comment on the story of the show. Like the second but, season diverts a lot from the book, but it does a really good job 
you know, like that character when I'm saying Rob Stark's wife, mm-hmm. who he marries, that's a completely different character in the, in book. the book. She's a totally different person. You know, but you can't... There's so many things in the book that you can't rehash in, in an episodic, you know, television show. For sure. So they just try to... They combine characters and they combine plot lines and they, you know... is they, Do, like, seasons coincide with, like, books or... So far, um, you know, if the first season coincides with the first book, Game of Thrones. The second season is the Clash of Kings. Like the the big so they battle are doing at the end season with the wildfire is at the towards the end of Clash That's of Kings. That's what they're getting at then? Yeah. Okay. But I'm then, just curious. Uh, the third book is then divided into two seasons. So season three and season four are going to both be the third book of the series. Oh, sorry. I was... Business was calling... Travis, you were gone for like a long time. I know. I felt I was like a little worried. I felt like it was like an hour you were gone. I was literally gone for three minutes, but oh. um, yeah, I, uh, I feel better now. I feel like I've <laughs> I think last time Travis was here, he had a he had a problem. <laughs> I feel like I really found myself in that three minutes. Wait, <laughs> wait, what is my problem though? I'm interested to hear it. I'm interested to hear it. The shits. Well, yeah. Everybody has that problem. At yeah, for sure. Life. Exactly. Mine's usually in the morning, though. Mine's usually at the most like the worst moment that yeah, it could possibly that's what happen. Like, like or like if you're ner- like if you get nervous. <laughs> I'm not saying you were nervous, but like for me, I would always like felt like I had to take a dump. Like if I get nervous really bad. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Man, like on a date, bathroom. the date is where it always happens. Yeah. Like the date is the worst. That's where you are just sunk. You, uh, you, there's no excuse you could come up with while you're gone for that extended amount of time to do what you got to do. Uh, the date is the worst situation to get that to happen, I think, at least. Uh, I don't have any other moment that would be more opportune than that. That would just be the worst. You guys have both, you, you've been, well, Travis has been on the dating field for a little bit now. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you're, you're hunting, you're hunting them bitches out. <laughs> right? I'm on the hunt. Yeah, why not? Matt, where did you? It sounds like you've been dating a girl for a little while. Yeah, where'd, for, you, where'd you find her at? Um, well, I'm just actually, curious. I not like I'm going to leave my wife or nothing, but no, I'm just but curious. I actually dated her back in high school. Oh, so I one met of those her are, way back then. So you and knew her. I didn't really keep in touch with her, but you know, via Facebook. You know the the power of the internet. You know we connected back just over a year ago and started seeing each other again, and it worked out. So this is actually uh, I've been dating her just over a year, and it's the longest relationship that I've been in so far. So that says something about my previous relationship. No, it says that you are basically in the long haul right now. Yeah, you're gonna start some babies soon gonna pop out some mini mats <laughs> yep gonna teach them <laughs> i think seed. i just created another podcast while we were talking i apologize i have, <laughs> I, have a, I have a guy that i don't talk to very often and he's been you watching us or listening to us or whatever and he's like yeah, i heard up all this podcast i can't wait to come on blah blah but he, he lives in lansing or whatever and i don't know sorry i was i was distracting him no 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 not at all i'm i'm distracted 
from the conversation. I apologize. You're supposed to be leading this conversation. Hey, what are we hey. supposed to talk to? When you went to the We're, bathroom, this just was just it was a minute and a half of complete silence. <laughs> no, <laughs> Travis and I actually talked about the new Stone Sour album. So you Stone can suck Sour. It. Oh, you don't yeah, even know Stone who Stone Sour, Sour is? Okay, who's the lead singer of Stone Sour, Matt? Corey something or other, the Slipknot douche. Yeah, thing. there you go. Oh. At least you know who it is. <laughs> so apparently he doesn't like Slipknot. <laughs> no, not no. at all. I went to see, you know, Laura Mazlanka. Laura Mazlanka? You is must it? at some point. I like, know you I know her face? Her. You... She hangs up with Brigman a lot now. I haven't seen her in a while, but... Oh, I went to see Slipknot no idea. and the System of a Down with her way back. Way Is she a the long Metallica girl from? Yes, the... yep. She's the Metallica. How did I the get... Metallica? When we went and hung out at your place, yes. before she had the Metallica shirt. She had shirt. the Metallica shirt. On I tried to be friends with her on Facebook, and she denied me. <laughs> she denied what? you? I'm pretty sure, yes. No. Yes. Nobody I'm, gets denied I'm almost on Facebook. I'm Nobody. almost positive. Yes, she wouldn't have denied you. I'm pretty sure. Yes. But I will verify. You're not deny worthy. She's not my friend on Facebook. Yo, well, I haven't talked to her in a long time, so I don't know. That would be such. Was she also like in? Oh, there was also what was her name again? Laura Maslanka. And then wasn't there also a Sarah? That was her friend. Well, there that was, was a, a drama girl. Not no. You're thinking probably of Sarah Turkstra. She was that or Sarah the other Sarah Mankoff, the no, one that uh, no, not Sarah Mankoff. Okay. I know Sarah Mankoff. Okay. Uh, Maybe Sarah Turkstra. She was like, like a drama girl, it's like Sarah. Or not, not. She was. Oh, like you a mean you legitimate. mean drama as in theater? Yes, exactly. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Yep. Not, not, not like a drama no. girl. Well, right. she was kind of involved with some other drama of its own. But I was like, <laughs> were these two girls friends? <laughs> no, Laura and Sarah. They weren't. No. Oh, they weren't. The no, because I I think I met them in like the same. It's time possible frame. they were both at the same. Yes. They came to parties no. at my yes, apartment. Right. Yeah, yep, they were. Maybe the same because night. Sarah didn't like Laura. I think I have I pictures think of both, both of them were, they in both one have, picture. Yes. They're both endowed, and they were both <laughs> jealous of each other, I think. You yeah. Both kind of, and my wife trumps both of them, by I the way. Wanna, <laughs> I don't want to, you know. Yeah. What are the chances that either of them are going to be listened to? Uh, no, zero, <laughs> null, okay. and void. So go on. They have been known to download their... Like, really <laughs> if I like need to attention. go back and edit the last names, I can do that. Some it's girls fine. really like attention. And if uh, two girls who really enjoy attention are in the same place at the same time, often they are not the biggest fans of each other because they're taking away from the attention of the other ones. But I was, I'm not saying that they're like that, but they're a lot like that. Yeah. The lower girl I always thought was like a little cooler... Cause she, I mean, no, dude, she's she really a, cool. She had a Metallica shirt, and she was cool mm-hmm. as hell. She's she, Met Guar. I mean, she's yes. Really, she, I I think I do remember her telling that story. She when I used to date a long time ago. The guy, you know, the band Il Nino. Did you ever listen? Oh, to them? for sure, but, Il Nino. They were, yeah, they, I love. They them. would call her like when I was like in bed with her at night. And they <laughs> no lie. So did I? How am I supposed you, to compete with that? I mean, really. When I met her, was she dating you, or you were just friends with you? Brought her around. Is, it it was guessing. probably after we were officially dating and we were still okay. hanging out, you cool. know, friends were like yeah. back then it wasn't like I'm dating this girl. It was kind of right. like no, this we is were just, my friend. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what it, it was. Like, that that was way back when I actually dated her. I worked with her at Family Fair in Holland and old school. It, right. And we didn't date for all that long like officially. And she, you know, I was like the first guy she dated and she grew up in like a Catholic family and she was kind of like, you know, a little not sheltered, but she wasn't didn't branch out again <laughs> until later in her life. I guess I should. say. I just remember like there was like this. 
she just like was hard to read. I think like er, in the early years, like to yeah, get it was a, hard to figure out what exactly she wanted out to of get that. a vibe over like where you I stand. Like <laughs> yeah, the infamous I like Deftones. Talking to her on MSN, <laughs> trying to ask her out. I said, "Hey, do you want to go out sometime?" And she says, "I like Deftones." <laughs> um, Deftones is probably one of the best bands in the world. Oh well, yeah, but well, I realized so from that <laughs> line, what do you make from I mean, that response? Did you say that? Other, yeah. How did I? How did I not get hooked up with her? <laughs> I know. You should have been. Matt, how do we not have a dissolved friendship from me stealing your girlfriend? Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh! Why are you the one doing this podcast right now and not the other one? <laughs> <laughs> not the other Long half story. of Long story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because, yeah, Deftones is my baby from 1992, 93. I've loved them for 20 years. I've loved them. Twenty years. That's a long time. You Actually, were talking about them when I first met you. Like 20, we were so hanging you loved out them that since first you were party. ten years old. No, not twenty years. How old am I? I'm thirty-one. So since you were eleven. No, they weren't. No, that was that doesn't make sense. Fifteen years. Nineteen ninety-two. Ten years. <laughs> dude, how old how are we right now, dude? I'm feeling <laughs> ancient all of a sudden. How did I, I get 40? twenty years out of ten years? <laughs> I feel like a dinosaur. Okay. I, was it really only ten years? Like yeah, ninety two is when the when adrenaline came out. I'm pretty only sure. ten years. <laughs> seems like a long enough time to me. It seems like a lot longer. Than I that. just seems so oh, old but yeah, right def- now. like I remember skateboarding with some dudes at high school, and um, I was a uh, actually I was in junior high, and one of the guys we ho- there was very minimal. I went to Hudsonville Public Schools, pseudo. Christian school, not it wasn't a Christian school because the public school, but it's school. like right the Bible Belt, the of area, West Michigan. Right. So it was you know no one there's no drug there are not many druggies. I mean yep. if someone smoked a cigarette out in the back of the gymnasium. Wow, that was big news. Mm-hmm. Like maybe two girls every other year got pregnant their senior year. Very minimal, like you know. There just wasn't a lot of like you know just stories or drama that everyone mm-hmm. could like kind of you know circle exactly. around and. So there wasn't very many guys that skateboarded at all. So me and my friend Troy, we got into skateboarding uh, in sixth grade, seventh grade, whatever. And we, he had friends in band. So we were actually end up at junior high, seventh, eighth grade. He knew guys that were like sophomores, juniors in high school that skateboarded. They were the only ones. No one. There was like five people in the whole high school that skateboarded, legitimately skateboarded. And we got friends with them and hung out with them. They were the older guys. There, you know, mm-hmm. we hung out with them. I'm trying to get one, which of them. was always cool. You hang out with the older kids. One you're, of them lives in, in Kentwood. Dude, you're in. He lives in Kentwood. He's an IT guy, and I want him to get on the podcast. And he doesn't think he can, can talk on the you know microphone. He'd be great. He's awesome. He's a great storyteller. That's besides the fact. Um, so we hung out with them for a few years, and they were listening when Deftones came out. Or it, after Deftones came out, they were all about this album called Adrenaline. I was like, whoa, this is hard shit. I was like listening to Bush and Smashing Pumpkins and <laughs> STP. I was like, the Deftones, this is like metal. Yeah, That's what I thought metal was back then. <laughs> because technically back then, they well, were yeah, hard. Well, yeah, seven it was words. Hardcore. I mean, they had some hard songs. Hell man. Yeah, yeah, they did. They were rough, dude. And I loved them from the first thing I time I ever heard them. I loved them. And around the further second album, 94. Six, yeah, that would 96. be on ninety-five or ninety-six. Yep. Oh, that's my one of my favorite albums of all time. Deftones around that the fur, really good. And they've had the like five awesome. albums since then. Yeah, all different. Medi- they have different tracks that are good, but 
I love every single song they've ever done. That's all I can say. Really? Every single one? There the, hasn't the been a ones? single Deftones song that you said, this sounds like shit. No, you're right. No, there, there is. Has there to has to have been. been, yeah. Well, they have yeah. a new album coming out um, uh, in November. November 22, I think. Number 13 or 22, a new album comes out. What was the concert we went to where Deftones was one of the acts and they signed With Taproot and Incubus? Awful. It was the Summer Sanitarium Tour. I did see them with Taproot and Incubus. They were amazing in that concert. That was the good They were phenomenal. But But the Summer Sanitarium was the one Metallica? Yep. Yep. Yeah. The acoustics were all off. They were really bad. It was the guy's voice. It was really bad. It was not good. You know that late, like they they went through a stint. Like um, I saw them. Uh, did you guys ever go to the Reptile House? No, uh, where's way that back at? in the day. Oh, I can't even remember where it was. It was kind of like an East Town sort of, an outskirts of East Town, back before. Like, do you remember the old intersection? Yeah, like yep, I do. Yep. It was like what the old intersection was before the old intersection existed. It was like this little <laughs> hole in the wall place. They play Kid Rock played there. I had buddies that. Had seen Kid Rock play there before he was like way, way before he was popular. You know, he was doing these small little dinky 200 people rooms and stuff. But I somehow, I was 14 or something like that and somehow snuck in. You had to be 18 or older to get in. I have no idea how I got in. (laughs) I didn't, I mean, I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs or anything like that. I somehow snuck in to see Deftones and it was amazing. Amazing. It was the first out of like six times I've seen them. They were very, very good when we saw them in that concert with, uh, was it, in- yeah, Incubus and who was it? Was Godsmack is the other one? <clears throat> was that the Godsmack one? I feel like that was the Godsmack one. The Back to School Tour is what it was. They were 2000 era? Uh, yeah, it was, yep, it was right around 2000. I saw them with Incubus and Taproot. Yep, yeah, Taproot, yep, that was, I think, that was what I'm thinking of. Because I don't know that I actually saw it. Godsmack? Did we go to a Yes, we Godsmack? did. Yeah, we it did. was the back-to-school tour. Godsmack was involved. I was pissed because I i don't know if you guys know this. I hate Godsmack. You know Yo, this. but I, I hate Godsmack. I hate Godsmack so much. Dude, I, we are I legit would brothers. Anything I hate Godsmack. To erase them off the face of this earth. I agree. To watch them suffer. Completely I agree. hate them so much. Sonny Elmo, Sonny Bozo. I, I don't even care what the names of or the band members are. They suck. They I do not like them. Suck. I hate them. And you know what's sad? Them. And you know what's sad? Where they got their name from? Uh, yeah, an Allison Allison Chains, Chains song. song. That pisses me off. They yep. used to be an Allison Chains cover band. Yep. They're just not good. No, they're not. They're not good at all. Mm. They're they suck. I I do not like them one bit. And uh, completely agree. And I've never. I don't think I've ever met a person that. Distaste them as much as I, I adamantly until now. hate them. I didn't like, realize I don't, this. Like I'm not even just lukewarm. Like uh, I'm not really a big fan of Godsmack. I hate them. Like I despise them. I don't like their music. I don't like a single song they've made. I don't want yep. a single album in my yep. collection. Yep. Um. I would see one on the ground, and I would never pick it up or take it with me. And if I knew it would play perfectly, and it would be a CD that I could add to my collection, I would leave it behind. Just let it do sit you, there. Do you still play CDs? Yes, I do. Wow, I do. I live in that past like segment of music. I, I obviously I still like have MP3s that I download or whatever. Like I'm still involved in that you purchase way. Purchase or acquire? Yeah, I, I purchase everything. Like I, I really do. I, so do I. Yep. And uh, but I feel like CDs right now is the easiest for me 
because the way that my car is configured, I buy a CD, Dude, I throw that a, in there. You have a newer car. You have a Honda Fit. What year is that thing? Uh, 2007. 2007. It does do MP3. It does. Like through auxiliary connection? It doesn't do through auxiliary. I'd have to do some sort of add-on. Like I'd have to get some sort of peripheral oh. or something. And they're not expensive. They're not. Dude, buy a new tape or a new But that's the deck. thing. I don't own like an iPod or an MP3 player. I own my phone that I can obviously play. What the MP3. hell planet do you live on? <laughs> I don't, dude. How, how, big, how much memory is on your phone right there? 8 gig, 16 gig? Uh, it comes with I think eight gig by default, but I bought a thirty-two gig Card stick to that you can throw put in, in there. It? SD, yeah, you know you could put like every but single I put CD videos you have on, on there. there. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. you do videos and yep. stuff. Okay, but I, I don't know. I live in the era of the CD. I love just buying a CD and having something that I can just throw in there that are all Matt, the songs. Do you look? Do you still buy CDs? No. Do you have any CDs? Yeah, I have CDs. From that you bought 15 years ago or 10 years ago. Well, well, actually, the CDs that I bought 15 years ago have since been stolen. So I've tried to replenish some Do you have all the CDs. cases for them still? <clears throat> no, probably not anymore. I probably have but over I, 300 CD cases in a, a li- nice little stacked up thing. I don't have any of the CDs because they were either all stolen or thrown away or whatever. Since that happened, though, my musical tastes have changed like back then before my cds were stolen i listened to a lot of like you know corn and limp biscuit oh, of and course me- i mean you know every right anyone that's in hard rock since yeah. then you know my tastes are now more classic rock you know pink floyd the doors led zeppelin and so uh you know i think i have a doors like box set Nice. And that's cool. A couple Zeppelin. You've been in the Beatles big time. Beatles. Oh, yeah, I, like I the love Beatles. the Beatles. Yeah. I never got uh, into the Doors, though. I n- that's one band see, I, I never really the got the into. Doors. Them They're at one all. of my favorite bands. The Beatles, Pink Floyd, like uh, Led Zeppelin, that stuff I got into big time. Stones? The s- no. I never n- got into see, Stones yeah. either. Or I didn't as much until, you know, I got one of their greatest hits, and it, it, they're different, you know. No, that's cool. That's awesome, though. I mean, we. It's it, it makes me happy that people of today, whether you're a 30 year old person, 25 year old person, or even especially a 15 year old kid, is into classic rock. Mm-hmm. Because, dude, that's where all this shit came mm-hmm. from. Everything you're hearing out all came from these. Some guys. of that not, worries me, though. Not like, only you know? that, but in my personal opinion, that's the best. It's not like that rock started. And then people built off of that and improved on it. In my opinion, rock started and they put out the best shit they possibly could in the 60s and 70s. And since then, it's just all downhill. Well, I mean, the, we were talking electronic music. I mean, that's nothing that no one 20, 30 years ago would ever even conceive in their minds that something like that would exist. Right. And it's not the same. It's not. It might sound good. Like to my ears, it sounds good. But it does not sound like Shine On You, King of Diamonds. Like yeah, yeah. If you listen it does to does not the, sound like that. The Beatles' White Album, the track called the best album ever. One Re- of my the, favorite. The albums. Revolution Number Nine. Mm-hmm. That song is apparently what like John Lennon thought that music was going to be in the future, and it's just a lot oh. of crazy backwards yeah, yeah. sounds, and you know that track you don't ever hear it on the radio because it's almost not even really a sound. It's really avant garde. For the time, and obviously it's not anything like what music is like now. But he tried to like recreate what he thought music just was like, be like writers would do back in the day when they would write books about the future. They would say like two thousand or 
2025, and it'd mm-hmm. be like this ridiculously weird. Or like even the movies. Orson Welles or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Orson Welles. Yep. Even movies like from 1981. Term or what was it in 1981? Uh, was Terminator in 1981? That's close. 81 or 82. 80, but 82 yeah, or whatever. Like yep. that kind of stuff. Like you kind of snicker at it now, but we we like it because it was a classic back but then. But I feel like the Terminator wasn't actually trying to say this is what they thought was going to happen in the future. That was more just well, a sci-fi fantasy story. Uh, Whereas uh, something like, you know, 2001 was maybe they were trying to accurately Oh, use, 2001 The Odyssey? Movie? Yeah. Okay. The Space Odyssey or like... Uh, okay, oh, I yeah, yeah. Think. I get what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying for sure. You so, just, sometimes they try to like, you know... you. You try to make a sci-fi like, uh, for example, Star Trek or Star Wars. Nobody really thinks that's what it's going to be like in the future. Well, but that's no nobody that watches it. But do you think the creators ever thought that that might be what it's like in the future, or I is it just complete fantasy? They just made this well, shit up. Well, I, I think maybe they started with a template of okay, in the future. You know, for Star Trek, space is the final frontier. We've already explored everything on this planet there is to explore, so let's see what the galaxy has to offer. But then all of a sudden they have to invent things like the Klingon race and all of that. And, and a whole new just, language. And all right, yeah, shit. and it's like, well, that's not really what you're going to find out there in space, but that's just kind of what... But you it's, never it's know. Like the, it's the... I feel like the human mind has limitations of when it comes to things like that. You know, there's things out there in the universe that we can't even comprehend, and they're going to be completely different than what we could ever yes. even think of right now. Totally. True. So, you know, that's just kind of what within the 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 borders or boundaries of the human mind. That's when what do you they can when do you of. think like the next big thing will happen? Where like we find something in space where it's like, wow, this is going to change everything. When do you think something like that would even happen? When have we found something in space where we say that changes everything? We haven't. Well, no, not not, not to not, say that that I like mean landing on the moon and but that doesn't change anything. We see what you're the moon okay, is like. You're right. You're right. You're you're totally true. We've just been exploring and right. observing and, and that's things amazing. that are and out there. We should there. continue to do that. We should continue to explore. But I I see us. Okay, we're going to find other planets and we're going to find. New when did when did the space race start? The sixties, like maybe the Cold War. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the sixties right or something like that. Like so it's Spotnik been, and then like all the different things that happened. So it's been after. 50, 50, 60 years since the space race started, and we really haven't found well, that's anything. That's the crazy thing to like, me. What we landed somebody on the moon in the sixties, and nobody's been back to the moon since then. Well, we can't put somebody on the freaking moon. Do you have on? any idea? Do you think there's any reasons why we're not doing that? Maybe because it doesn't matter. The moon's like a dead freaking piece of light out in our sky because well, we never actually went to the moon in the 60s it was all fake is that what you no, think no, so? no i don't really that's think the compar- that, but that's the conspiracy well, let me, theory let me tell you though. something though i don't really believe that but in terms of things that are considered huge conspiracy theories it's that's sounds one of the legit plausible i it mean sounds legit explain to me why we could go there in the 60s and we haven't been back there since if that's we could, that's some place that we could explore in space right now, right? The I mean, only if, reason I could think of why we wouldn't go, have gone back is because there's no benefit to us of going well, back. What's the benefit to us to go to Mars? I mean, there's no real benefit. We, we don't know. We're trying to we stake out. Same thing for the moon, though. We don't know what the benefit would be. Maybe we're trying to stake out something when we finally kill this planet to try to live somewhere else. But I can't imagine that the moon would be a place we could live. Maybe Unless you terraformed people, I mean, it. I mean, you could terraform any freaking planet. But then there's no it. planet that we know of, then, that we could live on. 
there's no planet that exists right now in our knowledge that we could that that has the same sort of atmosphere as Earth. We would have it would have to be some sort of like you know in yeah. total recall some biodome yeah, exactly. thing where you know we well they had to build atmosphere. the bio they had to build the biodome sun right yeah. <laughs> so they just build it. They can build on whatever the planet they want. They just got to figure out the well, you can't geometrics and the science behind it. You can't go to Venus it. and build it. You know, uh, they could. Gases. What are you going to do? That's what they have to. They have to figure that out, and <laughs> then they build like, it. I mean, you have to learn how to like regulate the temperature then for a planet. It's exactly like what Neptune, they need. To, exactly, know. they need to figure that shit out, dude. Which, if we're going to reference Total Recall, I just want the mass <laughs> that's like coming undone. Has like anybody that. seen the new Total yes. Recall? You and have. Was, is pretty, it good? I thought it was awesome. Really? Awesome. The original Total Recall was like one of the craziest movies it's ever like really when campy. I was a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, well, at the time, it wasn't candy. Right, Today, exactly. When you watch it now, What about the girl with three breasts? Did they well, bring her back in the new yes. one? Yes! The right. best part. They did it right. The girl with three breasts. <laughs> Dude, the new one was surprisingly good. It it was a little bit different. Like It it basically just took the overall story and just redid the whole thing. So That's I mean, kind of what I would expect. I was surprised. Really, well, you can, but there would be no point in going back and doing the exact same story exactly. as they did in the old one. It was pretty cool. Colin Farrell did surprisingly a good job. I'm well, not and a he's huge the fan. Arnold's obviously yeah. he's the Arnold. Yep. I'm not a huge character. fan of him. Right. Um, he's okay. I I've mean, grown he, to like him, dude. Like, have what you? Movie, what have. like really popular movie has he been in? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like what? SWAT. No, was that really popular? Though? Yeah. I mean, I, mean you know? I just referenced it, so apparently it was popular. <laughs> dumbass. What was the? Before SWAT, what else did what am Colin I trying to Farrell? Think? What did he do? Damn, that's a good question. What am I trying what to think that? of? Though? One some other movie that put look him up on his, the spot. You're gonna have thing. to do an IMDb on yeah. Colin Farrell because uh, man, I will right SWAT. now. What else was he in before that? That's the big question. I, I'm guessing a shit ton of movies, and I'm gonna list them off right now. He's won Golden Globes, apparently. What? He has been in... Oh, I'm looking at actually post-production movies. Um, Total Recall, my least favorite career. Never heard of that. <laughs> Fr- he was in Fright Night in 2011. Yep, that was good. Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm skipping a bunch here. Triage, I remember mm-hmm. that one. one night Pride and Gl- Before SWAT. Yeah, what do we have before SWAT? Before SWAT. He's been in some Scrubs episodes. SWAT. Okay. What was he, the one with like? Uh, he was in Daredevil. Yeah. He was in The Recruit. He was in the Phone recruit, Booth. The phone Minority phone Report. Phone Booth. Hearts War. Tigerland. Never heard of that. He was one. in Minority Report. Yeah. He, apparently, he was in Minority Report. Yeah. It was probably just like a walk-on guy. Actually, technically, nothing that crazy. I mean. Interesting. I never realized that. You, you feel like he's the kind of guy that you like mm-hmm. see everywhere, but more, it's more of a media thing. Like you see his face everywhere, right? His face on billboards or commercials. But that's the interesting thing about about media is they just pick these actors or actresses that they're going to focus on and like put in the spotlight, put in the tabloids. Well, he was a pretty big tabloid guy for a while. I that's feel probably like. why or, everybody you know, like he, can like well, he understands well, he had a Irish, big you know, problem. I mean, oh, dude, well, he Irish. partied hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, There's well, no I, such thing as a drinking <laughs> problem when you're Irish. It's just all right. So he he's was probably Irish. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> like before Robert Downey cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, he's probably that man. He changed his career. Are, are we assuming that Robert Downey is is clean? No, he's and, not. No, I have no idea. Right, but hey, he's got his shit together. He's making movies and he's making a 
freaking shit ton of money yeah, by doing some good damn movies. You're not right, hearing exactly. the tabloids awesome. anymore around him like you did before either. Mm. I mean, you're not hearing directors coming out on record saying how hard it was working with them. You're not hearing the stuff that you heard in the past. Just do do the cocaine in the privacy of your own home. Don't take it on the road. And you then, think that Robert Downey is still dirty and doing his shit? I don't know if you ever like leave that if you live in Hollywood and you've already tasted the forbidden fruit. Like, How do you just walk away from it in an environment of temptation like that that you just... Maybe he has, though. Well, You can't say that he has or has I, I not. Can't, you're right. I can't rule it out, but I just feel like I, I'd like to give him the benefit. I feel like the odds are like, stacked uh, against uh, like Drew Barrymore. You know, she mm-hmm. got into cocaine when she was like 11 years old. Yeah. You have to imagine. I think it was that. drinking when she was 11 years. Oh, old. Oh, was it? Well, and I mean, it evolved to cocaine 13. shortly thereafter. Two years later, 13. We'll go with that. Sure. Yeah. But, Let's make uh, it 14. <laughs> I, I was actually looking at her Wikipedia just. Oh, today, so. oh really? Right. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, you you know, you have to imagine if you get addicted to something like that. And you can't handle it, like, and you kind of pseudo get called out, right? It seems to me like maybe Robert Downey Jr. couldn't really handle it all that well, mm-hmm. and he was con- constantly getting caught in public, you know, public intoxication or mm-hmm. getting pulled over when he was high. Got in jail all the time, and then there was this huge stint where he like didn't do any movies, any shows, any nothing, and then you didn't actually hear about him for like five, six years, and right, then you're no. like. You're like, what? Robert Downey Jr. is in a new movie? Wow, that's going to be stupid. And then, oh, it's Iron Man? Didn't he make wow. a big comeback with Ally McBeal? Did he? Yes. I, I'm going to go ahead I and think say you, yes I right think now. you're going to write on this. Is that I your think guess? he was in Ally McBeal. not a guess. That's a No, I think he is right on this. Yep. Oh, I type in Robert, and he's the first one that pulls up on IMDb. Damn, this guy's a classy kid. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Man. I'm not going to lie. Alan He's McBeal. the shit, and he knows it. What year do you think Alan McBeal has... I'm going to say 1998. Oh, shit. I got to go back. Dude, he's been a shitload of stuff. Um, say 98 to 2000. Alan McBeal, 2000 to 2002. Wow. I even there. remember it from Point Break. That was like the movie with Swayze that was so crazy. Was it Keanu Reeves in that movie also? The answer is yes. You know what? Yes. You're right. And yes. the other answer to that is I don't think he was in Point Break. I don't oh, Keanu Reeves. About Keanu Reeves. I'm pretty I sure Keanu Reeves, was that, yes. Keanu Reeves was. Robert Downey was yes, not. That's I confused them together. Okay. I you swapped a gun. <laughs> Why don't you start uh, okay. quoting some lyrics to me now? <laughs> so there was this. There actually was no stint where Robert Downey Jr. was not in a, anything for any year. I'm sorry. He's been legitimately working ever since 1970. He's been working like almost every year. Wait, Even with this whole drug thing, he's been in something. We need to put this out here right now. We're totally changing the subject, but I'd like to say Go that I'm it. the lyrical master here. And there has been uh, numerous times in the past where Mr. Travis Nyhoff to my right... <laughs> Has been singing songs or quoting lyrics from songs, and I incorrectly, have, incorrectly, and I feel the need to call him out on name it. one. Okay, Was Phil there... Collins in the air tonight. How can you get that wrong? <laughs> I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hmm. Hold, hold on. on. It's not hold it's on. It's not hold it's... on. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you. What you is are it? an amazing it's old Lord. Oh, Lord. But 
in that one stanza, he doesn't say, hold on. No, he didn't. I, I didn't look it up. Trav looked it up. I've looked I it said, up. I was incredibly discouraged. I was shocked. Yeah. I was Thank you, Matt K., for I've, pulling this shit through. <laughs> I'm glad I cannot go look. He shattered I, my hopes and dreams. I can't too. go yep, on living I know. I, I, dude, I, I'm with you, man. I thought that was sincere. You well, know that what would, I mean? It would make sense in the context of yeah, the song. You just got to hold on, you know? Somebody from drowning. Which Come on, hold on. Hold on, guys. Like, hold on. You know, it makes sense. I always thought it was hold yep. on. That's ridiculous. It's oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It doesn't even sound right now. Even when no. I sing it like, oh, Lord. It sounds right nope, to me that that's how it right. like, I have the entire Genesis, ca- Genesis catalog <laughs> on my on Out my of your 40,000 well, million. No, that, in the air tonight is a Phil Collins solo effort, right? It's not a Genesis. Uh-oh. And I have all of Phil Collins. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I mean, you, when I, you have 16,000 songs, then... <laughs> Kind of hoping for two call but I'm, outs I don't in a want, row. I'm not going to dig through there for that one little stanza, like I said. But oh, yeah. you're not. You're not going to play it. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to. I'll take. take I'll take your word for it for, it. It, for sure. Dude, take you. his word for it. It's it's true. It's sincere. All right. Don't challenge it. I've learned my lesson. I've challenged it in the past. I've messed up Metallica's one. I've messed up so many songs. What was the most, the more recent one when we were at oh. me and Smitty were at the table and you were singing the song and I called you? I, I can't don't remember. Even want what to bring it up was. because it was probably another song that I thought I knew and I had no knowledge of whatsoever. You know, I the one thing I hate about songs is I think I hear it right, so I'm like, oh, cool, I know what the lyrics are. Yeah, of course. I go out and start singing it. I sing in front of this man <laughs> to my left, only to immediately find out that I've been singing live for all this time, and it's just like my warped, you know, mind forming whatever lyrics it is I think I'm hearing that aren't even actually the lyrics. You know, <laughs> lyrics piss me off because I think I know them, and I never do. I never do. Dude, Wikipedia is your friend. I always doesn't whenever, even matter. Wikipedia doesn't, matter. doesn't have lyrics, does it? No, but it can but it guide has, like, you the trivia facts. It gives you, what it gives you to like. Whenever I hear a new band or I'm thinking of something, I type it in. It's always a Wikipedia you link. You can find out where I they came it. from, how they originated, like the Black Keys. You so find then I get, grew up I in get the Midwest fucked for an hour of my life by reading this bullshit mm-hmm. on Wikipedia for the band. And then I'm like, oh, I really wanted to see what the lyrics were for this one song. And then there's a link well, the to actual, something. The, the lyric short. websites, though, are shit. I hate the oh, lyric mm-hmm. websites. The generic, like, yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Grace Note or some, like... It's like a website that's built into Pandora that tries to mm. form the lyrics out of songs where you can like see them. Do you know what a grace note is? No. No. What is it? That's uh I believe it's like when you have a note and then you have a note. I don't even know hey, how to explain. Hey, I'm going to call you out if like, you're not right. Like when one note immediately leads into a, the other, it's a grace note. Like a, mm, that makes sense. I like what you just <laughs> did there. <laughs> that was like a dubstep on steroids. <laughs> Why does it always have to be dubstep? I don't know. I, I just feel like we got to talk about, about it again. I, I, no, I but seriously. Up, no, cause, uh, like the Mario coin sound. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. yeah. The yep. first note leads into the note okay. that they hold. That's right. the grace note is the first note. Well, I hope I'm right about that because that, that sounds legit. So, I mean, yeah, you're you, not I'll one to go on record on something that you don't know. <laughs> I am legitimately <laughs> on record now too. I'm actually being recorded. Yeah, I can just I, you are. Yep, away with sorry, you hey, you've gotten away with it a lot at our place because there's no way I'm calling you out. I'm usually wrong <laughs> on like 99 out of 100. Shit, did you hear the Al Pacino died? You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sending flowers I'm, I'm, I'm to his family right, right now. now. <laughs> 
pipeweed dick. Do you guys use Twitter at all? No, not I, at all. I, not at all. I don't tweet myself, but I use Twitter like when something happens and I'm watching it happen live and I want to see immediate reaction what people think of it, then I'll go on Twitter. But it's that's mostly like for sporting events. Like it's like what did I just see? Let me go like, on Twitter I have, and I have a it. Twitter account um and I think I have like 20 people following me and I'm following zero people cuz obviously I don't use it. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I mean, the more I hear about it, it's like a even in a year ago I'm like, man, I probably should use Twitter. It's probably when I signed up for it. It sounds like it's like It's like for if you want to like know what Instant, it seems to me the main point of Twitter info. is for like celebrities to get out there and say things and people to follow That's like what, what celebrities have to but, say. And I read an article today on LinkedIn that explained how Twitter can get you sales in your company. I'm like, really? How the hell would you freaking do that? I didn't read the article apparently, but but I'm and that's interesting. But then when you whenever I listen to a podcast or watch a TV show or like one of those talk shows at night. Ever, they always oh my Twitter and this and this mm-hmm. it's always celebrities oh it's always the hashtag too like follow me at blah, exactly blah, blah, blah. it's like yeah. I don't give a shit about half the average punk ass American person on Twitter I don't care about that person what do I care about people I like and I like want to follow the Deftones you want to know what exactly. they but I, I do that on, but I do that on just Facebook. the other day actually just last night I want to say the Deftones. I don't even... I think it was on Reddit or something. They posted a picture. Mm -hmm. They were at a bar in Denver, I think it was. Shot of tequila or something like that. Yeah. Was that you that posted that? Maybe it was on Facebook that I saw. No, I didn't do anything. I just saw it. Yeah. But I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, not to change the subject completely back to what we were saying, I was correct about what I graced. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked it up. Yeah. Damn you. I just had to put it out there. Why aren't you ever wrong? If I was not right, I probably would not have even mentioned it. But since I am right, I wanted to. One day he will be wrong. Let me go on record. One day. And when that day comes, I will be there. I will be the first one to step in line to say, you are wrong. I will have sources (laughs) I can cite. You're going to have like a a marching band. My dad will be there. Yep. Yep. He'll give me a jumping high five. And that will be my moment of victory. So... Do you guys I'm ever, going on record. Have you ever played that song pop game? Oh yeah, hell yeah! I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm so good. I don't like game. to play. I just start playing. Like uh, like I well, I started playing two weeks ago and I played for like two nights and I haven't played since. Yeah, that was kind of like it was for me. Like I played for like a week and then I haven't really played since. I mean, because the same p- songs keep coming up. But I like the love songs that pisses me off. The love <laughs> songs one pisses me off. Oh, people play modern country against me. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? But I still, like, I've still managed to win because the strategy is you wait until, if you don't know the song, you wait until they guess it and then immediately guess what they guess. Because then you don't get too much negative points. Right, exactly. You still get the positive, And then if it comes down to the end, you just quickly guess something right away. You just make an educated guess before but they But you know do. what pisses me the hell off so much that I stop playing it? What? Is that I can guess... Three songs right, someone can guess two songs right, and they can beat me. No. Yes. No way. Of course. Yes. Totally true. That's why I stopped playing. They must be guessing the songs within less than a second, and you're taking four or five seconds. That's the- I have never had a song that's taken me longer than three seconds, ever. You're a liar. Never once. I need to play it against you. Bro. I can't be a good Dude, mediator I got so here. pissed. <laughs> I, I see the score, and I say, okay, me, me, me. I won three. They won two. 
and then we like either tied on one or didn't get one at all, and they win. I'm like, are you effing shitting me Speaking right now? Speaking of Facebook games, you, pl- you play a lot of uh, Bejeweled Blitz? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you do. I just did again. I used to play it, and then all of a sudden it got blocked at my work. So yeah, I noticed I because I never saw like the ridiculous <laughs> high score. Like right now, and then I came back again right, just a couple weeks. Right ago now, right now on the high score, I'm the winner right now. Oh, you are again now. I haven't but, played in a couple days. I need to exa- if you haven't again. played in a couple. Oh shit! I got texts all up in this. <laughs> Why did you even have me? I love your coy up. response of maybe, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. What yeah, are you alluding to? So now I gotta tell my wife I have no idea what she's talking about. She wants duct tape. And I'm like, I don't know where duct tape is, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> But you had to give me my Okay, okay. Let me see let me see what the current I'm number one in my friends list right now for Bejewel Bliss. Oh yeah, I'm number one. You have not played this week. Apparently. Okay, well that's why. What is your number one score? It's not over seven hundred thousand, is it? Like currently or my overall no, score? No, currently. Currently it's six thirty nine. Okay, I could beat that. <laughs> yeah, I could beat that in fifteen. You always, minutes. you always get. So, what, what is your secret? What is your secret? I save up the coins and then I buy the you, fucking phoenix thing. You do the phoenix? Yeah, I do the phoenix, and at the same time, I make sure that I do the uh, oh, uh, the power ups where I get you know one ones? multiplier which, straight up. I do the one where I can uh, scramble. Oh, scramble? I don't use a scramble. Really? I'd like to do that it's if I get worthless. caught and all of a sudden I can't find a match because when I, I also want to try to get the uh, blazing speed. And to get blazing to get blazing speed, you have to to quickly match the three gems, you know, a whole bunch of yeah. times in a row. And yeah. if all of a sudden I'm looking and in a split second I can't find something, then I click the scramble and as soon as you click it, it almost always makes at least one match right off the bat as soon as you scramble it. Hmm, that's interesting. So I, I do that. I that. do the uh, the one that gives time. you the multiplier gem right off the bat. Yeah, I don't I do, do that the one. time. I uh, I always do the time instead of the scramble one. Okay, and then you do the. Uh, there's another one that gives you a random special gem at the beginning. Yes. Yep. So so you do so, the three most expensive ones. Yep. Because the the time one is the is I think five hundred coins more expensive than the. Uh, the scramble. But I like the scramble. I just like to, in the middle of it, if I can't see anything right away, I'm I like start, to keep I'll the chain going that. and do the scramble. You know the little like uh, lotto jackpot that you can do every day? Yep. Daily spin or whatever? See, I, I got a million the other day. You got a million? A see, million. That thing fucks with my head <laughs> because it'll give me two blues. You need three blues to get a million. It'll yep. give me two blues right off the bat, and then two the next one ago. will be like a space or something. Two weeks ago, I got a million. Bastard. So I've been hovering around a million coins for like the last few weeks. Do you usually, then when you have a million, do you buy the, like if you get the uh, the Phoenix or the special gems? Do you, I never do the Phoenix, ever. The I Phoenix, always, I always the do Phoenix. the horse that, one. I do the horse that one. That thing gives you a lot and also, that's it. but the Phoenix gives you the gem that that thing... The, I I, I haven't up your score. I haven't played up with the Phoenix enough to know like what it does. What does it do? Do you remember? It'll give you a every, every once in a while. It gives you a special gem that's a wild card. You can match it with any color, and it'll do it. But when it matches, it shoots out fireballs diagonally. When it matches, it's it's kind of hard to explain, mm-hmm. but. It just rips up. I, I don't even quite I know what it does. It. It's just ripping up the score big time. And then at the end of the game, it gives you 
a bonus based on how many Phoenix gems you used. And then it gives you another bonus where it gives you coins back. So even though you're spending 75,000 coins to do the Phoenix, Mm -hmm. it'll give you... The horse steed one is 55,000. Which it gives but then you, you can like, do it cheaper if you do the streak with it. You know, if you do it more than once in a row, it's yeah, hard to exactly. get that many coins though. That's the thing. So I think the the We're biggest fucking... I ever had like recently um, was like eight hundred thousand something. Like that was like the most I've ever seen in my life. I think it's time for me to to make a little confession. Uh oh, you are a cheater on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not a cheater online. He doesn't <laughs> believe in cheating. Well, he would, no, what, I would never do? cheat. They had some special where you could buy the coins, and I paid $5, <laughs> and it gave me 4 million coins. No. Oh, that's not really cheating. That's not cheating, but no. it's kind of cheating. I mean, no, you're paying real money to do it. No, that's fine. I, I don't think that's cheating at all. I mean, but I could no go buy to really coins, cheat. too. I mean, I can't. I, was, I respect I was your like, honesty. I was like, Thank dude, you. I fucking won a million you're coins. You're still a flawed human being, but I respect your honesty. <laughs> No, that's no. Yeah, I mean, if you want to spend five bucks, you spend. It's just like playing any other fucking that was game. Just, these right, days. the one time thing. It was like some deal where normally five bucks would only give you like five hundred thousand, but at this time it was giving you four freaking. I mean, five dollars for four million coins, Trav. How can you turn that down? Especially with your competitive <laughs> nature. Right. Oh God! You know, because I saw you and I'm like, he's got seven hundred and thirty thousand right now. I need to beat him. And right. he did. And yeah. I was like. <laughs> I just thought you were like really smart. No, he, well, he is incredibly smart, but his inc- his competitive nature well, even takes over the intelligence. It's, well, you're never going to beat me at any other week from now. Well, here well on because in. I've ran out of those coins now. I don't have them anymore. I'll spend five dollars every week. Spend to beat it, you. Do it. I don't know if you can. <laughs> I, that might have been a one time oh, deal I that can. I had. Yeah. I don't care. I'll spend twenty dollars yeah, and I'll money every and, single week. You got two <laughs> fucking phones there. You got a G S three and an iPhone five. Are you kidding me? You're, you don't stand a chance. I'm, I'm looking on at lock. like six different s- screens right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. How many screens am I looking at? One, two, three, four, five. Yep, you got this. And th- that one's not if you, on. If you count the iPad, yeah. right? No. If you count the one that's not on, then <laughs> bitch is gonna bitch. That's all I gotta say. Damn, <laughs> are you angry, son, or what? I, I thought I was going to be angry at you beating me, but I'm not anymore. No, nope, you can. You, I came out you, the winner. You can rest easy. Well, how are you the winner? <gasps> I have no idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I want you to watch the high scoreboard on Sunday night because I work Sunday night. I will go to work. <laughs> That's all he does. Well, well seriously, plays I mean, bejeweled. come on. I mean, I now, sit there this, for between this 12 and 6 in the morning, and I mean, nothing's happening. This leads into the conversation that I was anticipating this whole night okay uh matt works for a i work for an ambulance company i'm a dispatcher so i answer 911 medical calls so i'm sure you have some crazy stories but i have to go to the bathroom okay so well, talking travis is gonna be the only one listening please talk to me <laughs> and, oh and the 14 other people watching online and the there, is there really people. 14 people watching online there was right two now? minutes ago oh Oh, mm. go out, have fun! Don't. What are you doing? Listening <laughs> yeah, it's to this Friday episode? night. Dude, Come dude. on. I think the I think Live the new up. thing is Friday night. Stay in and like maybe it is. Maybe well, it I, is. Have, I haven't really felt the need to go out enough. But I barely. I mean, I. But that's so an age thing. Did you guys right? go to like, college? As we get older. Like I don't feel that need. Were you guys right. in college where it was like Facebook? Like people would like stay in on a weekend night and be like. 
I'm just gonna Facebook no, it now and like for us it was on real tournament. <laughs> yeah, Facebook didn't exist when no. we were back in college. It was Napster and just like different like yeah. video games that we were. That was like, me too. Yep. I I didn't have Facebook in college. Mm-mm. I I didn't get Facebook nope. until just a couple years ago. That was never there Anyways, for us. Matt, start producing the story on how you're going to tell the most craziest 911 calls you've ever received. <laughs> Well, it's hard to. Kind if you, of think if you have of, to take thirty seconds to think about it, I can play a song for you. All right. Well, or, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and play a song. You want to play a song? I'll, I'll but I have to go to the bathroom too. Play it while you're using the bathroom. Yeah. Mother trucker. Start talking about. We'll, we'll talk about stuff. His sex life. Yeah, you know? which is non-existent. So that will take about way. negative fifteen seconds to go over. So, all right, I'm done. That's about as it's about as magical as it gets for me. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm with the weather. I got. <laughs> okay, keep talking bullshit for like a couple seconds. He's got a crazy ass song I'm gonna play. Oh, all right. Well, now I don't know what to to talk bullshit. Talk about your girlfriend or something. I don't know. Talk about that beautiful sweater you're wearing well, today. It's, like well, a it's not a sweater. It's a sweatshirt. Let oh, me tell you, I, I was with my girlfriend when I got this shirt. We were at the Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> Bass Pro. Yes. Was, in, it Eddie, uh, was it Eddie Bauer certified? <laughs> no, it's not Eddie Bauer. Okay. But this Bass Pro Shops we went to, I think it was in Indiana. We were on our way to Chicago. This place has like a restaurant in it, and I had an appetizer of deep fried alligator. You're lying. I'm here, not right? lying. You're serious? Right deep serious. fried yeah, alligator? Deep fried alligator on a, when I went to Chicago for that wedding. That we is insane. Deep fried alligator. Wow, okay. How did it taste? It was uh, pretty chewy. I guess it was like when I ate it, the main flavor that came out was the. Give it all. (laughs) It was the. the breading and the the deep fry that you made oh so the they paste. did put it in some form oh, yeah, like a breading or like a base and, you know, or whatever they had yeah. this like weird green sauce sort of stuff but it was interesting I've had alligator jerky before and that tastes like it's the same consistency as beef jerky but it had like a fishy type of flavor have you ever had rattlesnake before I've had pheasant and rattlesnake sausage. But that just tasted like sauce. Yeah, exactly. So I where did you that. have the rattlesnake from? Was it Sanchez? Yes, that's where I had it too. Oh yeah, did you? Have I got violently ill that night and puked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> puked my guts out in a bunch of bushes. That's when I came up with the name of Dirty Sanchez because I've never been so sick I before go. in my life. I hope Lisa doesn't listen to this, but I'm planning on taking her to Sanchez oh, on December 7th. And then right from there, spoiler alert, spoiler alert Lisa, yep. it's time for you to turn up. Yeah, Lisa, Wait. turn this podcast Actually, if you're listening off. already, then you, you know. Yeah, Lisa, what are you doing on a Friday But after that, night, I'm taking but. her to Trans-Siberian Orchestra at the Van Andel. Because Sanchez is right next door to the Vandal. Here's my plan. By that, bam! Listen to my plan. I'm ready. We're gonna eat at Sanchez. I'm just yep. gonna play it off like I want to take you out for a nice dinner. Phase oh, one of the plan. Let's take a walk down the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh why not? it's the Van Andel Arena. Oh, I wonder what's going on there tonight. Oh, Trans Siberian Orchestra is playing. What oh, a coincidence! Let's walk up oh, to the door. Yeah. Oh, I have these tickets How in my pocket. How did they come up into my pocket? How did they get there? I'm going to pay for this. Let's go in and have a great time. And then she's going to worship me. Yep. You yeah. deserve to be worshipped at that point. Probably she not. should probably worship you before you even get to the stage of Sanchez. But but I like your plan. I think it's... Number one, it's foolproof. She's not going to be able to see through it. 
Number two, well, the problem is that she just last night mentioned to me, oh, I really want to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're not supposed to say that right now. You're not supposed to be thinking about it at all. Not at all. It should be out of sight, out of mind right now. That's what makes it so magical. It just drop it like a bomb, you know, drop like it's hot. Yeah. So. What? It's going to be fun. Are we really talking about some 911 dispatch <laughs> shit? Uh, <laughs> hope you got something good, bro. All right. Okay, here's a funny story. When somebody calls and they have chest pain, we have to go through this aspirin protocol where we have to ask all these questions to make sure it's safe to give them aspirin because aspirin is, if you're having over a heart attack. Phone? Over the phone? Over the phone, yeah. Are you kidding me? And in this particular case, the guy, it was the guy's wife calling for him. And so I have to ask these questions like, is he allergic to aspirin or has he ever had a bad reaction to it before? Has he passed any black or bloody stools in the last 24 hours? And when I asked that question, she said, oh, he has hemorrhoids, so he poops blood all the time. No, I don't think that, so. That. So do you have to ignore it or? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they can't laugh on the phone. I mean, well, no, you don't. I mean, <laughs> right. uh, so well, at that point, it's like, oh, if, if, if she's saying that he poops blood, then maybe I shouldn't give him aspirin just in case it's like, it's for internal bleeding. If you're bleeding internally, you're you not giving him anything. You're just talking. Right. Exactly. But okay. I mean, there's other things you have to do. You just wouldn't want to like advise a, somebody to take something like that. If like that, right, that's why you have that protocol. If somebody's obviously, if somebody's allergic to rea- aspirin, if they've had a bad reaction to it before, you don't give them aspirin. Yep. But if they're passing black or bloody stools, which I mean, I mean is the most stool black. I hope I not. I hope mine. I don't look at mine personally. I, I flush I that shit down the toilet. Mine's always brown, bro. Like <laughs> you ask them if they vomited any blood or coffee ground material. Because if someone coffee ground if material, if someone's vomiting coffee stuff that looks like coffee grounds, that's that's like coagulated blood, and that's a sign of internal bleeding. So that's why. You so say they should that. just sit there and. And that's die also out. like. Uh, when, well, no. I had a oh. guy that I was the last voice that he heard before he died. That's craziness. That's insane. I got a call from his so daughter. So instead of depressing shit, can you tell us any funny things? Well, I mean, no. what are you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm just. Yeah, what are you getting at? What was keep, the funny thing? I mean, <laughs> keep going with your story. No, I apologize. I didn't this, mean this, to derail you. This guy's. Uh, a daughter called and said that well he needed help and I so I asked for the Did you phone ask for number. pics? Uh, yeah, I said uh, tits or GTFO. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't. <laughs> no, no. So I I got the guy's phone number and I called him there and when when he answered the phone he sounded like somebody like in a cartoon when somebody's talking underwater in a cartoon and they're like gurgling while they really? talk. Really? That's what he sounded like. And when the fire department, I hung up with him maybe 10 minutes before the fire department got there. And when they got there, he was dead already. So I talked to him. When I hung up the phone with him, he he died like 10 minutes later. He was like vomiting blood. I don't know exactly what was going on with him at the time, but that's why he was like. nothing you can do, man. I can't do it, especially when he's there by himself. Now, if somebody calls and says that they just found somebody not breathing, then I can instruct them to give CPR on that person. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's the patient who's calling and they're by themselves, 
and they keel over, I mean, obviously there's nothing I can do. And people are going to die when they're intended to die. That's also like the ultimate truth, right? Well, that's right? the I thing mean, that you have to, like, when I first started the job, I had no experience in EMS or the medical so field. You could, you so could, you, you could take this job without, like, knowing anything at all. I can to, talk on the phone, so I'm qualified to enter Talk on the phone, you have to, you know, multitask, you have to learn the computer system to do that, to dispatch the ambulance while you're talking to someone on the 911. But I didn't have to have any sort of medical experience. I had to go and take a three-day EMD class. EMD stands for Emergency Medical Dispatch. So you have to learn the protocol because it's all strictly... Hey, well, good. I'm good for you. Get a job. Right. I mean... Right. And then that leads into then, you know, I'm going and getting my EMT and paramedic, so I'm going to be actually the one on the ambulance instead of in just So you're going to take it further. Right, awesome. yeah. That's so cool I'm making, like, this is what I'm going to be doing. Awesome. You know, this is That's, going to be my life. But to hear. just for the past four years, I've just been the dispatcher. I've just been the person on the phone, on the 911 call with the people. Mm-hmm. And so there, you, you just have to, like, you know, separate yourself. The first call that I ever took where I have to, you know, I'm telling an 80 year old lady how to do cpr on her husband that she just found who wasn't breathing i mean you have to oh, separate shit. yourself from that situation you have to you know Keep like the directions like, be who who just said that either ryan or trav just said people die all the time people I, die every day i did they're like yeah they're destined to die when they're intended to die i mean it's just when, when somebody dies somebody's always there to find them somebody's always there to call 911 there's always somebody there somebody has to be that person on mm-hmm. the other end of the line that person on the other end of the line, you can't, you know, the the, the instinct or I guess the, na- the human nature is to empathize with the person that you're talking to. And you can't really oh, yeah. invest yourself in the, you can't really get to know the person, I guess. For sure. You've you got to do your job to, to try to save a life if you can at all possible. And that's the part where I think it's easier on the phone than it will be as a paramedic. You know, when you're a paramedic, then all of a sudden you're on scene. And you're seeing you're the blood. With, you're, you're seeing, seeing the blood. You're seeing the, the family. passed out person. I had one the just screaming. the other day where they said they were on scene for like an hour. And they said that the family kept showing up for the person who had just died. And they had to wait for the medical examiner to get there. And you just have to. You, that's what you see. I mean, you're there. I mean, if, if a normal person would would see that, that would really affect them. And it would drag them down. Whereas if you're. You know, I guess it doesn't really drag you down because you're you're used to it. I mean, that's are what you, you doing, see. Do you think you're doing the easier job of the whole than a paramedic idea? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean the dispatcher. That's the. Easier but you're still job. doing an important job. You're doing well, yeah, it's, actually it's, legitimately the most important job because it's you're necessary. taking the first contact. It's the first line of contact when you. Oh, I'm not wearing my sweatshirt, but okay. When you see the uh, the medical star. I don't know if you recognize it. It's like a five-pointed star, and then it often has like the snake and the oh, for sure, yeah, 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 it. yep. I but each s- of those five points stands for like one level of of the medical, you know, experience or whatever you want to call it. And the very first homosexuality, one is the dispatch. Well, <laughs> disgruntlement, <laughs> right? I don't think rape. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, homosexuality is always step one. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are the what five is- points, Matt? I, oh shit! Uh, you're, you're gonna put me on the spot here. I don't know the five points. How can I you know, know the num- five points? Oh, well, I know you're number not- one is the dispatch. Number two is the paramedic. I guess like number three is then probably like the ER. Or so it's obvious. The- it's not something you 
technically need to know. No, not when you're an EMT. Just a, is that something you're going to need to know? Like the whole. I'll probably I'm, learn it again when I go to class. Like they taught me in my EMD class what the five points were, but I just don't remember because that doesn't, it doesn't really, pertain to you. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. The only thing that pertains that to me is is the first two points. Is it I'm gay? the first point over the phone, <laughs> and then the second point is the paramedic who I sent. So I guess my part of the job I'm being is being an asshole. By the way, I apologize. No, that's all right. I don't. You know, it's not. No, yeah, I read you. People will say to me like, "You're doing. Thank you for what you do. You're doing such an important. No, this is just a job for me, right? You do your job with computers and what you do. I do my job with this. Mm-hmm. This is just something that I do to make money, and that's the thing that bothers me." Okay, There's you don't want to take of, too much credit because you're like, I'm not well, really doing I don't anything need other credit. than answering the phone. I don't deserve credit for anything, right? I'm following a protocol. My what? protocol is pretty much like of, you remember the follow your own adventure books yeah. that you would read. That's oh, what it sure. is. You ask somebody, are you having difficulty breathing? If yes, then go here. Are you doing this? If yes, then go here. Like for somebody who's in labor for childbirth is the... Can you see or feel any part of the baby right now? If yes, then go here, and then I read this. But but that is pretty important, though. For it's important. for a lot of maybe not to you, but for other people that are calling no. in, it's very important. No, I agree that what I do is important. But what I guess what I'm saying is that it's not like me doing it is anything more special than you doing what you do. It's something that anybody could learn. I guess the only thing that's different. I think is it is more special than what I do. You have to be. The I type of person that can separate yourself. But, but what you deal with is life. Right. Life and That's death. That's what I'm saying. Potentially. If I look at it I'm like that. I'm not dealing with life and death. If I sit there during I'm dealing my with job money and, and not I think, money. If I think to myself, you know, that it's more than a job that, oh my God, if this is what's happening and, you know, that's, you know, when I first started, when I was training, I got the first call where it says, uh, Oh, he's not breathing. And I freaked the fuck out. Oh, and I'm like, of I course. froze up. And oh, I couldn't I'm even sure. read. All it is is I'm reading a protocol trying to tell the people how to give CPR, and I couldn't even read. Luckily, I'm training at that time, so the person who's training me takes over and does it. But it takes a little bit to, you know, to get used to it. But then at the end, it, like I said, it's just another job. Like paramedics, I, it's I just don't, another job. I don't, I don't. See it that way. It, it but really maybe is, because, though. It really because is. Because maybe I'm not in the position that you're exactly. in. Exactly. No, exactly. Because I see you guys as doing something extremely you more see, important than what I do. Right. To, but, uh, for myself. But is it really in order to have a society that functions like we function right now, you also need computers to, to do all that. So that's important but, also. But, but it's not life but or death. Having, but Having computers is to make money for your business needs to stay stable and that to, yeah, to make money. You are talking about people that are sick or potentially... I guess I could say the industry itself is more important, but it's not like me doing what I do takes any sort of great ability to do what I do. You know, no, Not necessarily. But the only it thing is that more important is than what a tech guy would do. Sure, sure, okay. You're yeah. dealing with something different. Like a doctor deals with something different than a... Uh, 
what are those prescription guys? At pharmacists. Pharmacists. Yeah. <laughs> prescription a doctor guys, yeah. is probably more important than a pharmacist to some extent. Maybe not completely all the way, but... Right. Well, because the doctor decides what medicine you need. All the pharmacist does is take or, what the doctor has ordered or a doctor, and divvy it up. Or yeah. maybe we talk about a surgeon or a... A brain surgeon. Like, that's an important job. But those are important jobs that you really have to work. Even you go to school for a long time, you put a lot of money into your schooling to be able to do that. Whereas, But how is that any different than someone who's talking? Like, doctors worry about emergency stuff when it comes to them. You're worrying about emergency stuff when it's, like, actually happening. There's someone that's breaking the thing into someone's about house EMS. and, like, right. shooting people with well, guns well, and see, shit. Well, and that's... When I take a 911, it comes from Kent County Sheriff's Department dispatch. If you call 911 in the in Kent County, mm-hmm. it'll go to Kent County Sheriff's Department. If it's a fire or, or a police matter, they'll dispatch the fire department or they'll dispatch the sheriff's. If department. it's something else, it'll come to you. If it's so, if it's a medical emergency, then they'll transfer the caller to me. So when people call 911, they don't I'm not the one that initially picks up the phone. Mm. I take transfers from Kent County Sheriff's Department. So you do have a pretty gay job. Well, it, gay as in totally I joking. sit there You're like waiting for shit to happen. Waiting it? for shit to happen. My job it's a lot like 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 baseball, for example. Baseball they they describe it as like you know, it's boring for the longest time, and all of a sudden there's like a few seconds or a few minutes where it's really Extre- exciting, yes. and then then the runs get scored. For sure, this like the other this just happened a couple shifts ago. I took one call when I my shift is five forty five p.m. to five forty five a.m. So I get there at quarter to six. I wow. took one call at six p.m. where it was canceled, and we didn't even like transport anybody to the hospital. And then I, for eight hours, I sat there in the dispatch area and I did not a damn thing. The phone didn't ring at all. At least the 911 line didn't. Maybe people, you know, paramedics who were on the shift at the time are calling me to chat or calling me for different reasons, but I didn't get another 911 call. Then between 2 a.m. and 2.05 a.m., I got three calls all at the same time. So I can Ooh. sit there for eight hours and do nothing, and then all of a sudden I'll get three nine one one calls at the same time, where I'm having to put nine one one callers on hold to talk to other ones because I'm the Ooh. only dispatcher there at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that, where you know usually maybe it's boring where I don't do a whole lot, but then there's spurts of busyness where where I just you know where it's is there like any like crazy like someone's got a gun in my house and they're gonna rape me or something like that. Normally, that would be like, you know, the sheriff's department call. It wouldn't be go to no, you. No, no, there's one. I, I, You're after I've the fact, a, like they're I've dead good, already. I've got a good story right now, though. Ooh, I'm trying to yeah. think of exactly how it went down, but the county transferred me the caller for somebody who showed up at this person's door and was like really out of it and maybe was like, you Drugged know. Drugged up or drugged up or something and they maybe they had a medical issue Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she's like oh well he just went he's gone now he's not here anymore so i'm like okay well i guess we can't so we we don't know where he is so how can we send an ambulance for him see you later sayonara maybe 10 15 minutes later half hour later at the max i get a call from another residence on the same street the lady's freaking out 
saying somebody knocked at their door and barged inside their house and the husband had to like tackle the guy and bring him down and the husband was holding the guy down on the floor and the guy's unresponsive and the husband at first I'm like what did this guy did the guy shoot him or or what happened here yeah but it was the same guy as the previous call who had just walked to another house on the same street and you know forced himself into the house where luckily this lady's husband was home and tackled the guy and held him until the police got there. Yeah. So in situations, we have a lot of situations where it's called we stage in the area. For a case like this, if the paramedics get there first, we don't want to send them inside because it's a potentially dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. So we stage, we, we wait around the corner until the police department gets there. For any suicide threats, people are threatening to kill themselves. To have them deal with the... The police legit. always get there first to make sure yeah. that any weapons are, are secure yep. and the people aren't dangerous. So Makes they're not going to all sense. of a sudden... Right. For sure. Yeah. So that... You know, but is, that was, it, is it kind of sad that those kind of people can respond quicker than like the police can? If they have to wait around the corner? It's not always quicker. A lot of times the police department are gets always there before there. we even get there. Okay. But but it is a lot. A lot of times it is. But... Yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, I guess that's one how thing it you works. Have to realize I guess. About, I've I've had you know I've 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 done dispatch for four years. Every single week, almost every shift, you get somebody threatening to kill themselves. I mean, yeah. it happens a lot more than you would realize. Really, they never go through with it. No, it's happened maybe once or twice where I've had a call for a suicide threat where they've actually ended up going through with it, and you hear like the bang. On the phone? I've never actually heard a bang on the phone because oh. normally you just for find out later threats, that right. they did. There was a call that we we well, without being too specific, I had a call mm. once where a guy was threatening to kill himself and he had a gun. And all of a sudden, when we, you know we staged it in the area and we were waiting for like an hour. How are you finally, on the phone with him if if he's like threatening? Normally, to I don't. Normally, when I get calls like that. Kent County will call me and say, give me the address and tell me the situation without actually giving me a caller. Because normally the person isn't talking or, or there's no, there's nothing that I can do for yeah, them over the who phone. who calls and say, hey, I'm about ready to kill myself. No. It's somebody, it's a family member who will say, okay, I'm worried family. about my gotcha. daughter because she's making comments that, that she might want to kill herself. That makes more yeah. sense. But in this case, the guy actually had a gun and was threatening and he shot himself on the front porch before we even got there. But, I mean, that's, like I said, I've taken probably, you know, 200 calls for suicide threats where mm -hmm. only maybe one or two have actually turned into a suicide. Yeah, People, if they're going to do it, you're not going to hear about that's it. That's the thing. I've had more calls for, we don't get a call for a suicide threat, we get a call for somebody who found somebody, Yeah, you know. That makes more sense yeah. for sure. Because that's a cry for help. That's more like exactly. you know, I, I just you're you know, depressed I, yep, and maybe but you I have suicidal people. thoughts. You're yep. not truly suicidal. You're not really going to hurt yourself. You know that's why you tell somebody or you put it on Facebook where somebody mm -hmm. sees a Facebook status that says goodbye. You won't see me anymore. Yep. And then somebody calls the cops and you show up and you get them transport. You get them evaluated. And stuff. So what you got? What got you into doing this job? I mean, it sounds like you want to be like an EMT. It, it was the most random. It's like something it was very, like, very random. It was a cousin of mine had a, a relative who wasn't related to me that worked for this this company that I work for now. 
and that the, the job was recommended for my cousin. She didn't really want to do it. She had a different job. And at the time I was like between jobs and I was mm. kind of like floating. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So, so I said, like, what the hell? I'll apply for it. Yeah. And I got sure. hired and good, you know, and good it was you. just really random. It was really out of nowhere. Dude, and there's people I, looking for jobs like out there every day. It's like, exactly. I know the, the economy's bad. <laughs> I think that's slowly picking up, but still like if you, and that's if what you, you don't have a job we, and you need a job, take whatever you can get, man. And, and that's what, why I say, you know, yeah, the job's important, but I'm doing it because I found a job where somebody's going to pay me money for doing me mm-hmm. something for, for me doing. And it's something. something you can do too. Right. Like you know, you can go in I can day in and day I'm out and do it to level of expectation. It does take a certain sort of personality where you can't be, you can't be a very emotional person. You can't mm-hmm. be very like visceral, like like oh my gosh, this. So you're telling dying us that you hit, you're you're dead inside. I'm dead basically. inside. I'm a sociopath. <laughs> that takes that right. But I do know, and I live yeah, with yeah, no, You yeah. have to just separate. You have to be able to separate yourself from the situation that's happening. Yep. And it's even more so. Like that's the the for sure. I'm worried about you know not worried but. It's going to be more difficult when you're there seeing it happen, when you're directly yeah, interacting yeah. with the person's family, you know, that's going to be different. But, oh, I did want to, this is kind of a cool story. But Sweet. When, uh, when I started there, I had to do ambulance ride-alongs. So I had to ride along on an ambulance. Oh, so you did see. actually have to do that? Yeah, for two shifts. Is that what got you like thinking about like the EMT thing at all, or was that's before- kind of what where it started? But You're like, now I'd I rather do that, that kind of stuff than exactly the, phone the stuff. whole dispatch thing is 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 boring. It's yeah. you know paramedics. You can sit there they for make more, but yeah, you sit there. I could go for a whole shift where yeah, I'll take a few calls, but it'll be boring stuff. Well, and that's mm-hmm. the other bad thing where you have to realize. I don't, I, this is the way that you phrase it. I don't want you to get hurt, but if you're going to get hurt, I'd rather you do it while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want That's, bad things to happen to people, but at the same time, when that happens, it's, I would it rather makes be my job more interesting. Yep. You know, it makes it more interesting or when I'm there. Or you think you're so good at your job that I would rather be the one in charge well, that's the, when uh, something yeah, happens. I know I'm good at my job. I know that I'm, you know, the best one that they have at this company. I'm cocky like that, you know. I know no, that's that. Good. That's, I know that's, that. That's that good, bro. I know more than other people there, and that you know, if somebody calls, they better hope that uh, not that anybody else is going to do a bad job. But I just know that you're I'm, I'm going to take it to a level that. Yep, just, I'm going to get an ambulance on the you're way. You're taking in it to a level that somebody goes else beyond. might take a minute. Yeah, you know? yep. You're epic. Uh, pretty much is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, Continue on this ambulance on. ride along. Well, the first one I did. I did a 12-hour shift, and at the very end of the shift, we got one call where some girl was having mm. abdominal pain, and it was boring, and we took her to the hospital, and it was like nothing. So, okay, mm. I'm going to do another ambulance ride-along. So I did another ride-along. Was the first girl hot at all? Uh, no. I think her roommate was a little bit. Oh, that's cool. The one that like answered the door. But Just curious. No. You know, that's a fair question. I'm trying to... This was... A, the call that I ran on was like a really high-profile call where where it was in the news. This guy was in the news for something that he did that was bad where the police were after him, and he crashed his vehicle. And it, it was speculated that he was maybe crashing it on purpose, 
But at any rate, when we got there, his vehicle was fully involved with flames. He had been trapped inside the burning vehicle, and he crawled out of the vehicle. And he, like, his whole scalp was burnt. He was smoldering. He was smoking. His left arm was like a like a pretzel. I mean, it was just totally broken, shattered. And his, like, when so when we got there, he was laying on his back, and his mouth was just like... It looked like a fish out of the water. Like he was needed to be thrown back in the water. His mouth was just moving up and down with no sounds coming out of it. It was really disturbing. But then we... I didn't really do anything because, like I said, I'm not a paramedic. I just kind of, like, was along for the ride. But then we transported him to the trauma bay of this hospital. <laughs> and And I was in the back of the ambulance with the paramedic. I was kind of helping him out. And he was like, you know, turn the oxygen up to... 10 okay now hand me this and hand me that so i was kind of like his bitch in the back of the ambulance then we get to the hospital and wheel him into the trauma bay and it's literally like i you know doctors and nurses and techs and all these people are standing around like rushing the stretcher as soon as we wheel him in and i'm like holding the iv bags in the air and they're asking me all these questions like was the vehicle what what about this and is the guy and i'm like I don't know. I'm just a. <laughs> I'm just you know. I don't know. Ask a him, lonely so. peon. Right. Exactly. So that was. I don't know. I guess you kind of had to be there. He was pretty fucked up. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine though. But that's the kind of thing that's that rough man. When I, you know, when I'm going to be a paramedic, I'll see that on a more consistent basis. That's just kind of something that sticks in my head because it was the one thing that I saw. When I was riding along in the ambulance before I started my job, mm-hmm. my voice was going. Shit happens. What? Oh my god! Are you kidding me? What? Travis is telling us that we have to stop the podcast right now. Oh, do you know why though? Because it's been two and a half hours. <laughs> it's yeah. been two and a half freaking hours. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Let me do my little thing here. All right. Um, Matt, do you have anything you want to plug? No. At all? Nope. You're shitting me. Um, I would like to plug. Like, like your your mom doesn't have a website that like sell cookies or anything? <clears throat> no. I've got nothing. I'm just I'm just well, here, you know, talk. I, I honestly forgot we were doing a podcast and I was just yeah, talking. So that's. That is the, the best way we can do this thing, for sure. Travis, anything? Nothing, man. I Nothing? Just, I'm glad to be back. It was a fun time. It was good. Hell yeah. Everybody, please, if you could do me a favor and uh, throw some feedback my way, facebook.com slash AmericanLOL. Hit me up on Twitter, AmericanLOL. You can email me, American at gmail.com. You can also... Call me on the phone. 616. Oh, sorry. That number got jacked up. Matt Kleinexel, Travis Nyhoff. Probably one of the best podcasts I've had in a while. That You're a t- liar. Dude, that went so fast. <laughs> it did go fast. It I did. feel like we just started. It, it went very dick. fast. That, that was, was a awesome. very fluid podcast. I had an sure. extremely awesome time. We talked about some good music. Some 
crazy gonna, death stories. We're gonna make out now. Oh yeah, big time. Oh man, Trevor, oh, big time. Make out. Yeah. Cool. Oh, dude, I'm ready. I'm ready for make out. So. Hey everybody, we got uh, one more podcast before little baby Malat pops out. <laughs> That's uh, the 25th. <laughs> Thursday, the 25th, we have the paranormal verbal train wreck podcast happen out with Don Goris, Ben Lowe, and Brian Beach. I'll be there for that one too. <laughs> in spirit. I'll be there in spirit. To hey, make it paranormal. I want you to come, Matt. Sit on the I'll, couch. I'll, I'll walk in. That'll be a good dramatic moment. I'll walk in in the middle of the <laughs> podcast and see what his reaction is. That'll be amazing. <laughs> that would be paranormal. Awesome. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for coming out. Take it easy. It was fun. That was a good time, man. Stay alive, man. Don't die. I'm hoping. Yep. Hoping there'll be, be the more. Case. I'm hoping there'll be more. Good deal. Check y'all later. Thanks, everybody. Peace.